Going, going, gone! All right, Toph, you know what time it is. It's time to list and shout. Episode 4, May 2022. Kind of getting uh, into the swing of things now. Yeah, we're done like a quarter of a year worth, and we did, or actually more than a three, three would have been a quarter of the year, I guess. Yeah, a third of the year. My math is my math. My math is failing me. Math doesn't check out. No, it does not. It doesn't add up. I mean, we started and it was like cold and wintry and snowing, and now it's like nice and spring and hot, almost summer, right? I yeah, mean, it's, it's actually uh, very nice out there today. It's like eighty-five degrees, mm-hmm, very humid. sunny. Yeah, the one day we de- it definitely snowed. The one day we were doing it. Yep. So we're uh, we're here. It's a Saturday, May twenty-eighth, I believe. Twenty-eighth is correct. Yep. Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Fun in the sun. Lots of things uh, going on. It's the unofficial first weekend of summer, right? Yeah, I guess it is, right? A lot of pools are opening. A lot of water sports. A lot of hot dogs and hamburgers being grilled. (laughs) Pocket dogs. (laughs) Pocket dogs. But, I mean, let's get right to it. I mean, the biggest story of the night last night, it's not the NBA playoffs. It's nothing like that. Nothing else. The slap heard around the world. Tommy (laughs) fam rolls up. Pre-game, during batting practice, to your boy Jock Peterson, one of the best names ever for an athlete, mm-hmm. and just slaps the shit out of him. So, I mean, so first off, this is our second straight month with a slap story. Is this like a new thing? Like, is there going to be a slap of the I, month? I, I, you know, I, I think slaps are hot right Sla- now. Yeah, seriously, they definitely are on fire. But, but now the- I will say this: I, I saw the headline. I saw that the slap, you know, the slap went down. But I have not heard. I've not heard the reasoning or what the beef is between Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson. Yeah, and I think the funny thing is these are if, – if you had me rate – and we could do this one day because it's list and shout. The top ten best names in baseball, Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson might both be on the list. Jock is top ten. Pham is at least top 25. I mean, yeah. there, there are a lot of other good names. Good names but, but, yeah. They're, but they're, yeah, they are both great names. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, if, if baseball players – if you had a top ten baseball players with hip-hop names – that Jock Peterson may be number one. And Tommy Pham. And Tommy Pham is definitely top ten. So, for I'm sure, saying. for sure. But, I mean, I, that's my fun part here. DJ is Stewart is in there, too. DJ Stewart. <laughs> Any DJ. Yeah. So, uh, but I have the audio clip. We know the reasoning of why this happened. So, like, a lot of times this stuff happens and you don't really know the reason. And you're yeah. like, oh, what happened? Why did it happen? There's got to be a backstory. There's got to be oh, something Oh, there's going a on. story, Toph. And I have, after the game, Jock spilled the beans. And I think it's awesome. You haven't heard it yet. We're going to play it for the audience. And I want to get your live reaction. All right, let's do it. As we go. Here we go. Slap you. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that was just that was the only uh, physical part. Um, yeah. Are you able to expand on maybe what preceded that? Why? Um, but we were in a fantasy fantasy league together. Uh, <laughs> I put somebody, a player, on the injured reserve when they were listed as out, and. Um, added another player, uh, and then 
Um, uh, there was a text message in the group saying that I was cheating uh, because I was stashing players on my bench. And then, uh, I don't know, I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules. How it says that when a player is ruled out, you're allowed to put him on the IR. And, uh, I can't believe you tell this and whole then, story. Uh, uh-huh. He's got the details, man. It just so happened that he had a player... Uh, Jeff Wilson who was out <laughs> and he had him on the IR and I said you literally have the same thing on your team on your bench and then I guess he was in two leagues and in one of them he was on the IR and one of them he wasn't so maybe that was a confusion but on the ESPN league we were in he was listed as out so it's like it's, it feels very similar to what I did uh, this is, this is insane amount of detail all of it there's not much more to it. We didn't ever had any uh, more contact. That only time we texted was in the uh, in the group text, and yeah, I mean it was over a year ago. Yeah, it was uh, a surprise. No, there was no real argument. He kind of came up and said, like, I don't know, you remember from last year? And I was like, fantasy football? And he's like, yeah. I've, yeah. Where did he slept? <laughs> so Tommy Pham is great. <laughs> Big G. Yeah. He's mad about the the IR moves. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's I don't know what's more amazing to me. A, that this happened six months after the incident or more, right? <laughs> yeah, a year ago. A year so. ago, yeah. It was, you figure it was yeah, last yeah, fall, yeah, right? Probably last fall, yeah. B, that they that he went into that much detail about the <laughs> like, rules. Hey, Ella, that's, two about, leagues, that's about it. Well, I mean, no one's going to have any follow up questions. You literally you, had. Yeah. I mean, you got names, dates, like, times. You're talking everything. about the player. You're talking about screenshots and with the rules. Like, <laughs> yeah, you knew multiple leagues. Like this was yeah. Like like that that was insane that he was just like just went into that detail. So I mean, how do you feel about the fact that like this is something that probably happens in most normal people's fantasy leagues but these are athletes <laughs> that are well, playing fantasy sports true and they're growing up and bitch slapping people true but also i mean could have been a two hundred fifty thousand dollar body in this league that's too true. we don't know what kind of money is involved in that but also I think it was the top athletes names league only you don't have certain mm-hmm. people in it with uh, certain names and i mean but it's so <laughs> it just blows me like if if Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson, that week that it happened, were out at a bar, had a couple beers, and Tommy Pham smacked uh, Jock Peterson, I would buy that. Yeah. But I don't buy... You wait till the Months next- later, <laughs> on the field, during warm-ups, rolling up, unprovoked. Tommy Pham got scratched from the lineup. <laughs> Jock Peterson <laughs> he played. Was, he was... Was he eligible to get full NIR, though? I, I, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I need to hear... I need to hear Tommy Pham's response. Like, I need yeah, to hear his explanation now, because I feel like... I feel like I I trust Jock's explanation. I think that's the facts. Yeah. But I feel like he's leaving something out. Something out. Like, who's something the player? Happened. It's not Jeff Wilson that yes. he was stashing on the IR. Jeff, yeah, Jeff Wilson was hurt. Was when it Deshaun Watson? Like, the guy's listed as out? Did 
you know, did that game pr- pr- knock knock Tommy Pham out of the playoffs? And yeah. he missed out by that. You know, like I need more. Well, I'm trying to remember from our rules even like or when we talk about stuff like if we had an IR because I, we I know we got rid of IR in our league, but like yeah. if a guy's out for non-injury reasons, is he eligible for IR? Right, it could be. So something maybe like it was that. like Deshaun Watson where it's yeah. like, well, yeah. he's just not dressed, but yeah. he's not injured. I got I got to hear Tommy Pham side because if you think what Josh said, he did say he said the guy was listed as out. Yeah. He didn't say the guy was injured. He, yeah, said, he said, I put him on IR and the guy was listed as out. Yeah. And they got mad at me for stashing players. So I'm feeling like he put someone on IR that wasn't injured. He yeah. was just out. Yeah. And then they talked about how one one league he was ultra IR, one league he wasn't. The Tommy Pham yeah. was in these two leagues. And so, yeah, I, I got to hear the yeah, details. That, that, is, that is insane that that's why. I mean. But where would that have fell on your like possible reasons for a slap pregame? A pure fantasy football dispute at this point would have been way low. <laughs> now, I would have said, you know, I think in my top five, gambling would have been in my top five. Then okay. it could have been like, okay. been like a poker bet or, you know, something money related from a gambling. So I could buy that. But no. I, would, I wouldn't have thought of something that happened months ago, first of all. Yeah. And not a <laughs> Both teams and MLB are now investigating the situation. Oh, man. Well, they <laughs> so, have to. It's an assault. I mean, it's it's an assault on the field from one player. Yeah. Not, I mean, yeah. He's he just gonna, rolled up. He's, he's going to get suspended. Remember, remember last year? Ah, what, fantasy football? Yeah. Slap. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. Insane. I, I think you're right, though. It might be It might be uh, Will Smith inspired. I mean, it might just be the new trend. That's the thing. We're, if it's we'll not see. a punch, it's an open hand slap. It's a, le- it's, a, it's a lesser offense. Yeah. I mean, if we go to wrestling rules traditionally, you know, closed fist against the rules, open hands. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, even in the. You know, the NBA rules, right? The pit, the closed oh, yeah. fist is an automatic yeah, an something game, yeah. automatic ejection and suspension. A slap, you can get ejected and suspended, yeah. but I don't think it's automatic. Slaps so. are hot. Slaps yeah. are hot. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If we'll do, maybe in June we'll bring in a slap of the month if we have another another one go. coming up. Might, might be a thing. Might be a new thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I, to me that was. I mean, I NBA playoffs, baseball, whatever. Nothing. Slap. No other story bigger than that that's going on right now. That should have everyone on the edge of their seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantasy what else has been going on, Toph? What else is new? Uh, not much. Just looking forward to summer, getting through the getting through the, the the last of the cold weather here. Yeah, how you how you feel like MLB season's going so far? Pretty fun. Yeah, yep, yep. I haven't been fully immersed in it with a lot of going on with NBA playoffs, a lot of other things, but it, I feel like it is off to off to a good start. Yep. Yeah, we were talking. We got a lot of TV shows and streaming that's been going on. So I know everyone's been watching that. Sports the movies coming the out. Yeah, yep. movies. I mean. Uh, NBA, we almost are. I guess we have. Uh, we know one of the five. We yeah. know the Gold State Warriors are in. We yep. got a game seven coming up between, between Miami and Boston. And, yeah. Miami Do you forced. Going to win that. I think Miami wins it at home. I think they're. Yeah. You know, I think. I think that game six that was the game that Boston needed. Jimmy Butler took over with forty some points, which he does every now and again. Game. Right? Yep. I mean, he. So I. I don't know. I think Boston's a better team. I really do. But yeah. going back, now going into Miami, I think Miami closes it out. What do you think of Tatum? I mean, future like superstar. I mean, I he's think been he is, on, the, yeah. on the map for a few years now. Yeah, but he's, he's still better than super people young. think he is. But I also don't know what Doesn't his ceiling still is. Only something crazy. He's like, like twenty three. No, I think he's like. He's okay. like but he's still. He's like twenty five. Yeah. I mean, he's still young, but he's not. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a great player. Yep. Pretty and, plays and, defense too. Yep. Yeah, he's a great all around player. And yeah. You know, you see a lot more of him. Hear a lot more of him. I mean, he is a star. Yep. All right. So. Uh, let's transition. I think we're going to jump right into some fun and games. And I was thinking we'd go back to some overrated, underrated toast. Uh, I always love overrated, underrated. Yeah. So we compiled a list. So I, I got a list. I'm going to throw out some things to you. I want to get your takes and we'll see what you think. All right. 
All right, we're going to go fun. You know what? I have 15 items listed okay. for this uh, this month's overrated, underrated, and I think I'm going to actually carry trend because one of my pre-written things for 15 items was slap fighting. Slap fighting is is underrated. I feel like it's it's the new thing. I mean, it's going to be. <laughs> I, I, I it's just, all about it's all about slaps right now. I don't know what to say. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to remember who I read, but I think I saw like there's going to be on the next slap fighting championship like Arnold's hosting. Like there's like the a, commentators uh, are going to be something like Arnold Schwarzenegger and somebody like they like slap fighting. I think is on the move. So what do you think? I'm in, I'm in man. Sla- slaps giving. <laughs> you just got slapped. I mean, I'm in, I'm into it. I'm you into just it. got slapped. I'm into it. Slaps are hot. So underrated or overrated? Underrated. 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 Slaps are hot right now. All right. I mean, yeah, we might make a monthly slap, right? Yep. If they're happening. They'll probably be overrated two months from now, but right now they're underrated. Yeah, okay. All right. So next up, how about NFTs? So I think they're – I don't know what to say about the NFTs. I think – the NFT hype is overrated, yeah. but I think NFTs themselves are underrated as as actually actually as an investment property. Well, that's what I kind of was wondering because the thing is, there's a ton of hate now. Yep. Like you know, when NFTs first started, there was a lot of confusion as to what they were, and I'm sure most of us still don't really understand exactly mm-hmm. how it works. But like, there was a lot of hype about get in, get in, get in. But then, like the last six months, it's like a ton of backlash about how it's a scam; it's going to rip off. But a lot of the actual real experts still say. No, you should be investing. Well, did, did you hear the Seth Green story? No. He bought some NFT of some uh, that gorilla character. Okay. He created a whole animated show around this gorilla character. He fell victim to a phishing scam. Someone stole his NFT. Oh, no. And now he can't make a TV show because he no longer owns the rights to the character. Someone else does. Oh, my goodness. So you got to be careful. You got to make If you're going to go into NFTs, make sure you know what you're doing because you, you can get you can get ripped off. Yeah, it's some crazy stuff. I mean, it's uh, it's always kind of scary to put like the kind of money some of these people mm-hmm. do in the stuff too. And it's like you really still don't have anything physically. Yeah, I think this was like <laughs> I think he paid like 180 grand for this one or something. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. anything insane, insane, but it was a lot of money. Yep. All right. So <clears throat> NFTs, we're still not too sure. Yeah. How we, about we may never be? How about root beer? Root beer is underrated. Underrated. It's, it's the best soda. My favorite soda in the. Is it? Realm so I, I, hit a, I hit a I hit a spot yeah, with this root one. beer. It, and it's so the my favorite you know soda in a can you go to get is the Diet A and W. Okay, and it can be hard to find. Yeah, a lot a lot of times you go to stores, especially and they won't Diet have now. It. So yep. much stuff zero. The yep. Diet stuff's hard to find. Yeah, but no, I think I think root beer is underrated. Underrated. What about a uh, root beer float? You like that uh, add on, you know, or is it more just root beer? I haven't had a root beer float in ten plus years. Okay, when I was a kid, I would ha- like during the summer would have them all the time. Like, yeah. They were my, one of my all time favorites. So I'm going to say they're still underrated, even though I personally have not had one in forever. I need to have one. Yep. Put that on my list for the summer. I'm going to have a root beer float. Well, but yeah. Maybe next episode we'll sit out here and we'll have a root beer, root beer float, float yeah. in between segments. All right. I know this is another one close to you, but I just I know what you're going to say. But still, I think it's a good topic. Vinyl. Vinyl is underrated. Okay. Now, like again, the hype is partially overrated for it, but vinyl itself is underrated. What I will say is overrated with vinyl is so many limited pressings, different colors, all that kind of mess is a little overrated. But, but just straight the album. The true albums on vinyl is underrated. Yeah. The trendiness of it may be a little yeah. overrated. Like, but. I don't need 15 versions of the same record in five different colors. Oh, yeah. that, you know, I don't, the blue swirl, green swirl, it doesn't matter. Like, I, you I, know, know, I know you've been doing vinyl for a lot longer than the new, the new... You got back into vinyl like what, 15, 20 years ago? Uh, it wasn't quite that long ago, but it was like maybe like 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. yeah probably, yeah. 
Yeah, nowadays it seems like there's it's a more, lot yeah. of more people getting back into vinyl. But if you think about it, though, it really has stood the test of time. Like, how many different formats yeah. have come and went, but yet this one, I mean, this it's is the, I mean, It is the physical format that, any, like, no one's, you know, like, I mean, there's some weird tape collectors, but that's just for the nostalgia, the hype of it. Like, yeah. No one thinks tape sounds good. It doesn't. Yeah. And CDs are pretty much, you know, nobody cares about CDs. Like, it's the, it is the physical format. That people want. You yeah. know, and that's, that's, it's funny because it's one of the older. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it may be one of the old, like, is, is there an actual audio form older than vinyl? No, like the old old school records, they don't make that kind anymore. Yeah, but so yeah, it is old. Yep. All right, what about snowballs? Spring's coming, summer's you coming. Know, I don't know, what's, I'm what's gonna say they're overrated. Overrated. I mean, they're good. I like them. I used to enjoy them a lot as a kid, but they really are just ice with sugar. <laughs> if you think about it. I, I mean, if you I like love if, the marshmallow, and then yeah, I mean, if you if you like snowballs, then I mean, I'm not hating. Go ahead, enjoy them. But to me personally. I think they're overrated. Yeah, and, and I, I always love the marshmallow and the snowball. But the problem was, there's always so many. Like, if you get into the snowball stand, there's always so many flies and bugs around. You know, you mm-hmm. get the bug in the in the marshmallow that you don't want it no more. It's just gross. All right, what about Steph Curry? I, I mean, it, see, it all depends. I feel like he could go either way. There's, you know, there's people that think he's one of the two best players of all time. And then there's people that think he's not that great. He's clearly, I don't know. I feel like he may be a little underrated. I think he may be the second best point guard of all time behind Magic, truthfully. Yeah. But, I mean, he he's great. I, don't, I, I think he probably is a little bit underrated. Yeah. All right. What about the MCU? So, here, here's the thing. I think the MCU is overrated. Okay. I, but admittedly, I've only seen probably 50% of the, if if even 50%, like, I've probably seen 50% of the movies and less than that of the TV show. So yeah. I don't have the full picture. Uh, well, that's kind of what I'm going with with this is, like, you know, you can like superhero movies and this and that. But with those, I almost feel like with the MCU, like, if I miss something, I almost can't watch something after it. Yeah. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, then if everything was standalone... I could say, okay, well, you know what? I don't need to watch Loki and you know uh, Black Widow and all these other movies if I want to watch the new Spider Man. Yes, I think that's kind of my. But point. with the MCU, I feel trapped. Like I don't want to watch the newer movie, even if I want to see it more than the older ones, because I have to. If I haven't seen the older ones first, yes, I almost feel like it forces me to watch them in order because I feel like I have to, but right. I also don't want to. So it kind of disconnects me too. Yeah, I'm there because I can say that I've never watched an MC- MCU movie and been like. Man, I shouldn't have watched that. That was yeah. Dumb. They're always. I've great. always enjoyed it, yeah. but it's the whole like I, like they're like I just don't have it in me to be like I'm gotta kind of watch like four Thor movies now or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like ah. and watch them in this order and there's yeah. you know this and that. Yeah. Okay. What about on the on the similar topic movie theaters? I know I know you're a big movie theater guy. Yeah, but I think I might have to say they're overrated. Okay, like I you know I. The big screen is nice, but and and the experience, it's it's nice every it's nice every once in a while. But I think a lot of times, I think it's overrated. I think I'd, I'd rather watch them at home, have more control yeah. over everything that's going on. But I mean, I do like going every once in a while. Don't get me wrong; it's, yeah. I'm not an anti movie that, That's guy. where I, I am. I, like I think it's overrated now, especially after like you know, I guess current still when we're in the pandemic, I guess. But still, I feel like it's overrated now because. 
I think we've all gotten used to like you know, and everyone has a big TV and a home theater yeah. and all that stuff. But um, I think it's know, cool for the hype. I movies. like the experience still, um, and I but I don't like going when it's a packed theater because then it's right. a, always a bad experience because got yeah. people with phones on and you know, kids screaming or this or that. I mean, um, <laughs> Ashley and I went to see I can't even remember what movie it was, but it was. It was like eleven thirty or eleven p eleven p.m. or eleven thirty show. This is like probably two years ago now. And someone had like a a baby uh, in the theater, and it was like a rated R movie, and it was like a midnight showing. And it's like, why? I have to ever hear a baby crying at midnight to yeah. two a.m. watching an adult movie. Not now, not an adult not, movie, but <laughs> yes, <I think laughs> an R rated movie yes. where a child, <laughs> even if the child was seven or eight, wouldn't be there. But it's a baby. They have an infant in there. Yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Sometimes the theater experience is not fun, but yeah. All in all, usually like it. All right, what about avocados? Avocados are underrated. I can eat avocados every day on everything. Yep. The only thing that 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 sucks about avocados is when trying. If, if if you're like, I want to eat an avocado in three days. How the, how do you buy? You never know which one to buy because their whole ripeness is that's the annoying that's part. That's what kills me with them. Is like. They're either too firm or too soft, yes. and I never know. Like, I'm not the guy that buys something to take right home and cook. Right. I usually like, oh, Tuesday, you know. Well, but even then, if you are, I might go to the store tomorrow. Like, I want to get some like, avocados. They might not have any that are That's super true. Right. Like, yeah. So, like, if I'm at a restaurant, I'm always going to take, I'm always going to add avocado. I love avocado. Yep. I want it. At home, it can be a little frustrating, yeah. but that's the only downside. Of it. And they're, I think they're delicious. I mean, they're kind of pricey sometimes yeah, too. They, so yeah, it's like yeah. you. So, I mean, we bought went to the store before and bought like four of them, and then went to use them. It's like no, we're gonna have to wait three more days. Yep, exactly. Yeah, like, that's the that's the, that's the only downside of them. But they, but they are delicious. All right, what about Chris Paul? I go back and forth on on uh, Chris Paul because career resume is pretty crazy. I mean, from pure, I I think. The only the only point guard that I've ever seen in my life that is as skilled as him is Magic. Yeah, he is the most skilled. I mean, even I I think Chris Paul is more skilled than Jason Kidd. I think yeah, Jason yeah. Kidd is close. I mean, a lot of people think Chris Paul might actually be the best. He might, pure yes. point guard of all time. Yes, but, but there's just he just something about him just seems like he just shrinks at the wrong time. Yeah, he always he comes up short. Never, right? and, and I'm not and. It's one thing that you you know when you have certain players that never were able to get over that final hump. You know, we look at somebody like like as example, somebody like Allen Iverson. Yeah, Iverson never won, but he always had huge performances in the big games. He yeah. just could not win. Yeah, it's not you know Chris Paul. I feel like it's not that you know it's not like oh you know they got you know maybe Iverson got eliminated. He put forty six points and you know yeah. yeah. Nine assists, but they lost by three. Yeah, Chris you always Paul know it's like the team around him, where Paul's been a part of some really good teams. Yeah, and they just yeah, I I don't know he I don't know I I it's hard for me to make a call on him. All right, what about uh, Shohei Otani? I just I think he has to be underrated, just because the the fact that the pitch and hit the way he does to be yeah. able to I mean like that's just. I, I know we were talking earlier uh, a couple weeks ago. Just I, I'm surprised he's actually off to this like two years in a row now, where it's the pitching and the hitting is on point. Um, yep. I thought you know, especially early on in his career, you'd have that. Well, maybe it'd be one or the other each year. Hey, it's yep. a good pitching year, but the hitting's down. Or hey, it's a great hitting year, but the pitching's down. But 
I don't know. It's weird what he's I, yeah. doing two years in a row now. Yes, and at the level, like I mean, I there's nobody. Even that, I mean, the closest thing of anybody that had that kind of skills probably was Pete Carlos Zambrano. Yeah, but even he like never got the opportunity with every DH. So who, every yeah. DH, who knows? He but might if he did, he might not hit like 46 home runs or whatever yes, he had last exactly. year, and 30 like, steals. And... Yeah, even if Zambrano <laughs> hit 25 home runs, had a great season, you yeah. would not be that. And you know, I mean, I guess at at his peak, he was a hell of a pitcher. But you know. I, it's pretty yeah, crazy. It's crazy. I think it's almost like you said. I, I think he was so overrated when he came over, and then he didn't really do it the first year, and then he had the surgery and missed a year. And I feel like the hype was there. He was so overrated. Yep. But now I think he's almost underrated, like you're saying, because it's well, he's not the 23 year old anymore. Now he's 27, yep. and you know what? He had those first two or three years where it didn't happen, but now he's healthy and he's acclimated to the MLB. I mean, this is exactly what they would have hoped they were getting out of him, and, and they are. So, I think he's going to be a ask me in 15 or 20 years. Yeah. Because, A, let's see you know, how, how long he can keep this up. And, B, now that he's kind of opened the door, yeah. you have the universal DH, yep. are you going to start to see some kids that come up that work with still that are pitchers that still yeah. work on their hitting? And is this going to be something, not that you see a ton of him, but is no, there going to be more, more people, are you going to yeah. start to see more and more guys come up now that it is a thing that you could train for and you can Well, do? that's the thing. I mean, they've had guys that could be go, both way players, but he's the extreme where it's like he could be a top five MLB hitter or possibly a top five MLB pitcher. Yeah. And he's kind of doing it both at the same time. And that's what about Hall of Fame? I know we're kind of getting off into a longer than, but Hall of Fame wise, do you change the rules for him almost? Usually you look at the guys for like a decade of dominance, but since he's two players almost, do you look at, hey, if he does this for five years and dominates both ends, is that enough to kind of say, hey, the legend and what he did has never been done before? Well, I still. It's enough to make him a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I still think you have to look at peaks for, you know. You know, when you're talking about Hall of Fame, I mean, yeah. even if even if you have a guy that didn't have a long career but won three MVPs in a row, yeah. he has to be considered to be yeah. like it's the whole like switch of sports here, but it's the whole Terrell Davis scenario yeah, where Terrell Davis had a short career, but he, undeniably for those four years he was the best running back in football and it wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah. If you do that, I mean, I think this is one of the again, I think the question is going to be because once once again now you you know for this to happen, I mean, it's I mean. Figure he figures career lasts at least another yeah. what like seven or eight years, seven or eight years, least, yeah. and then we have to retire for what five years something. Yeah. So fifteen years. When you're fifteen years down the road, we'll start to see is this something that we're never. By then you'll you know yeah. if you look at it like we're never going to see this again. He's in. If you look at it like well this is something that's going to happen every once in a while, then maybe he doesn't. Yep. All right. Well, let's move back uh, a couple more to go. Stephen A. Smith. He's overrated. I love Stephen A. Smith, but what he what he thinks isn't as important as he thinks it is. And now he's like everywhere too. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I love the guy, but he's overrated. Yeah, I agree too. I, he's been around, he's been around a long time, and we used to love the hell out of him. And I know he was a, like a Philly guy for a while. He worked. He, and, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's from New York, but he worked. He was in the yeah. Inquirer covering the Sixers is where he really where he got his of, break. Yeah, that's where and he became famous. I remember reading him, reading him then, and you know. Yep. He tries too hard to be shocking, and any of those guys, the Skip Bayless or you know anybody yeah. in that group, I, I get it, but it's going to be overrated to me. All right, how about we go to uh, pets? Pets are underrated. Okay. As a general rule, I think you know there's just just the level of like just the just the level of like companionship and comfort you get from a pet, like yeah. being like you don't really feel, like when you're when you're by yourself, but there's a pet there, you don't feel like you're by yourself. It's yeah. just that. 
It just I think they're underrated. I think it's always good for people too. I think when you have something that relies on you to take care of them yeah. too, I think it always makes you a better person, more responsible and stuff. So I definitely agree. I think pets are always underrated. Even if even if everyone in the world had a pet yeah. or two, I think they're still underrated because I, I think they serve a great purpose. I think especially coming out of the pandemic, I mean how many people that live by themselves yeah. that had a cat or a dog or you know, even a, even a bird or something that yeah. had them with them, take care of them, give them some sort of you know Throughout the day, some kind of, sort of comfort, and it'll be huge. Yep. What underrated. about Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray's overrated. Overrated? I think he's overrated. I think, and I mean, the caveat is, let's see what he does in the next couple of years. Yeah. But I think he's clearly talented, but I and I, but I but think there's a little more, I think he hasn't proven everything yet. He, yeah. You know, I think he needs, he's not that elite quarterback Yeah. with some of the, you know. Well, that's the thing, when you think of the newer wave of the, the dual threat, yeah, quarterbacks with like Josh Allen and Lamar and Mahomes and yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson. A, a lot of those guys on their resume, they I mean, none of maybe not Super Bowl wins yet, but playoff runs yep. or MVPs. Yep. I mean, Mahomes has Super Bowl, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, Kyler I mean, really, I still feel like is off. Like he's he hasn't played at an MVP level. He yep. hasn't really won playoff games. I mean, they got him. Uh, I know uh, Hopkins was injured a lot last year, but. You know, it just doesn't seem like he's raised that, taking that step forward. He's kind of still stuck in that same. Yeah, to me, area. to me, I need to see that step for him to join. The, join, I mean, Mahomes is is a little bit yeah, above, but to like join the Allen, Allen and, and Lamar's, to me, those two are clearly ahead of Kyler at this point. Yeah. Assuming that Lamar's healthy, that's all another yeah. issue. But yep. like Josh Allen, to me, is there's no question. I would take him over Kyler Murray, hundred percent of the time at this point. He needs yeah. to, so Kyler needs to step up to get to that level. Yep. I agree. I agree. And then last one, I think this is an interesting one. Because this can be done on, uh, you know, music and most sports, club seats, club level seating. It depends. It really so. It's a good one, right? Yeah, it is a good one. So okay, here's the thing. I think, for the most part, for concerts, music, I think club seats are overrated. For sporting events, it, it my my caveat comes into this right. If you're talking about a sold-out sporting event in questionable weather, whether it's either hot or cold or rain, okay. anything like that, club seats, underrated, 100% the way to go. Yep. You know, you have that. You know, I know just speaking, uh, uh, my dad has club seats for, for, the, for the Eagles. Yep. And, you know, when you go in that winter, you, you can't like, you, you can't underestimate, underestimate or underrate the ability to be like, I've been out here freezing for 20 minutes. Yeah. Go inside for five minutes, warm up, come yeah. back in. It just re, it's just that whole ability. And it goes the same way when you're, you yeah, know. Yeah, or the other concourses are still usually freezing. You're still outside. It's warmer, but it's still, yeah. you know. And the same thing, you're, you're at a baseball game and it's 98 degrees. Yeah. I'm going to go in and cool off between innings. You yeah. can't do that in the concourse. You, yep. you get out of the sun, but you're still in the heat. You know, and then you factor in the fact that there's usually shorter lines for the restrooms and for for the, for food if it's sold out. So yes, I for those elements I get it. And again, I will say, being being at sold out Eagles games, the energy is there. When yeah. you're in the you know, but when you go to you know like if if we if we're going to go to an Oriole game today, I know they're on yeah. the road, but you yeah. know we're going to go to Oriole game today. The stadium's going to be. 25 30% full whatever yeah, it's yeah. going to be the, it's a nice day yeah. the, the 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 fee for the for the club seat's not worth it yeah. you're better off just in, you know and that's kind of where I was going I was like there's so many perks and benefits to being on the club level yep. but at the same time too for the price sometimes it's like you know it's not always worth it i think like you said depends event by event yep. indoor outdoor what time of season yep. stuff like that 
So that's good. So that's really what we had for uh, overrated and underrated. That was some good, good ones. ones. That was yeah. definitely some good ones. Tried to bring the heat this month. Yeah, I, I liked it. I did. So slaps. let's uh, <laughs> slap. Slaps are hot. Slaps right, are another hot. segment with slaps. Uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Big G earlier, too. So we have trivia with Tove coming up later in the mm-hmm. episode. Big G appearing. He's confirmed again. Uh, we'll see. We will see. I don't know. I, I'm starting to lose faith, Tove. I, uh, I never I, had Last faith. month, he made me look bad. <laughs> but I already got a backup lined up. We should be good with that. Uh, um, but, I mean, but I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Greg, I mean, Greg I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you, man. I'm waiting for you. So, um, but let's move into real quick. Let's uh, any uh, recommendations? I know we talk about these every month. We usually put them later in, but I think we should put them early in, uh, you know, so that way gets you right off the bat. What are we? What are we into? What do we think is coming and going, and it's going to be big to you know the next couple weeks? Well, this this recommendation, this is a this is one of those like I'm behind the times recommendations, but okay. you know, every once in a while you discover a show that's a couple years old but you never watched it. Yep. So Ashley and I recently have just been obsessed with FBI. Okay. From the you know from the legendary Dick Wolf of Law and Order. Okay. His, okay. Uh, wow. His like he has I think there's actually there's three FBI series we've we've just been watching the the actual regular one. Okay. I think season four just ended, but we've knocked out season one and two real fast. I mean it's you know it's 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 Dick Wolf. It's the Law yeah. and Order form. You know the kind of the kind yeah. of format like. New cases every day, or maybe a two, maybe a two episode one. Yeah, little you know. story arc every now and again. Yeah, a little bit of back, back, little bit of character background, but not a ton of characters. More on the case, on yeah. the you know crazy cases. Like just, I mean, I can't help. But I'm a sucker for stuff like that, and just never, never watched FBI, and we've been really pulling into okay. that recently. Kind of on the same note for me, it's now it's current. It's only finished. They're finishing their second season currently, um, but I know a lot of people have probably talked about it or seen it already, and I'm new to it. It's Young Rock. Oh, yeah, I've not watched it. Yeah, I kind of got into Young Rock. I caught up. I mean, it's really easy to watch it. I mean, each episode's only 20, 25 minutes long. Um, But uh, I think they've already announced they're coming back for a third season. I mean, really good. It's funny. I made the joke about uh, he'll be president one day, and I hadn't watched the show. And, like, the whole setting of this is he's running for president president in in 2032, and he's doing interviews about his life. So it's kind of funny. So I'm like, okay. Um, But it's really cool because it actually has a ton of – um, a ton of, I mean, everyone loves The Rock anyway, and mm-hmm. his family's very interesting um, with, you know, relatives and wrestling, uh, you know, father and grandfather yeah. and just like his grandmother, crazy story. She used to be a promoter. Um, but the neat thing is that Iron Sheik's like his godfather. Mm-hmm. So like they, they have all these, you know, flashbacks to young, like three different ages of him, like basically like eight, 15 and tw- 20s. So you get like the whole version, but there's all these old wrestlers that are in there with it too, you know, like Bam Bam Bigelow or Andre the Giant or Iron Sheik or Walt Simone. So it's really cool. It's fun. It's a comedy, but there's a lot of cool stuff in there. So it's really fun to watch. So I've been, like I said, season two is wrapping up now. I think there's one episode left, but really fun watch, really easy to watch and it's really lighthearted and fun of comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else I know I've been kind of been recommending books recently, but I've got another book that I uh, read this uh, month that I want to recommend. It's uh, Quest Love of the Roots. Okay. His music is history. And it's interesting kind of format. He kind of starts uh, 1971 when he was young. And he goes every year. So having some technical difficulties. Some technical difficulties there. So anyway, Excuse me. from like 71 to 2001, he kind of has a chapter for every year and he, and he relates history and the idea of history and the concept of history and what happened in those years to a specific song or album in that year. 
and it's very it's very interesting interesting read if you're a music fan it's very uh r&b hip-hop centric for a lot of the songs but there are some rock songs in there and things as well but he kind of cool. goes year by year then he kind of has a wrap-up post 2001 kind of like a, you know to today but like it's mainly from 71 i think it is to 01 is a chapter every year it's definitely a cool read that's awesome so are they they're still i mean they're still making music and doing all yeah, their stuff yeah, too yeah there's yep yeah. that's cool uh, all right, so uh, something happening tomorrow night, Sunday the 29th, AEW Double or Nothing. Uh, Tell of wrestling, AEW. Yeah, AEW. They only put on four big shows a year for pay-per-view, but that's one of them. Uh, they just celebrated their third year anniversary. So a lot of loaded card. I mean, their pay-per-views are always loaded. It's you, know, so you only have three years. Yeah, you, you only have a couple of years. So it's, it's, yeah. But, I mean, your your total, I mean, your headline by uh, CM Punk finally uh, going for the title against oh, Hangman yeah. Page. So that's going to be pretty big. But, I mean, you got MJF and Wardlow, um, you know, the Owen Hart Foundation uh, finals tournaments happening. That's really cool, something they've been doing. Uh, just loaded card uh, top to bottom. I mean, so many so many great matches. Definitely recommend it. If you're a wrestling fan, you should definitely not, you know, don't get too lost in Memorial Day weekend stuff. Check it out. Spend that Sunday night watching uh, <laughs> AEW Double or Nothing resting up for Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I got one more thing just to kind of throw out there. Uh, this is to all of you out there that are Spotify users. I don't know if you've messed around with the new feature, the Spotify Blend. And Ashley has done that, but I haven't. So I've done very minimal. But what it allows you to do is you can do up to 10 people can join together a Blend playlist. So like you're hanging out with three or four friends. You can do a Blend playlist. You all sign into it. And it'll make a playlist based on what each it kind of what? everybody listen has listened to. They're listening to Oh, that's right. Actually, so she has one. She was doing something else. There used to be a called there used to be a duo where okay. if you had a joint account, so like Ashley and I had our joint account and we would have a duo playlist that would pull from the people in the I account. think she just had the playlist that was like the custom that it picked songs for you yeah, based on yeah. your likes. I think that's what I was thinking that Well was. now they have blend, you can make it for up to ten. I've only done the two person blend with Ashley. I haven't tried that's really cool. But you can do blends with, you know, so if you have a bunch of friends that listen to Spotify and you guys hang out. So it doesn't necessarily, like, you don't put the songs in as much as it takes no, your, it pulls songs, all yep. from your playlist and your And what things. you've been listening to and, like, kind of mixes it oh, up. that's and I, awesome. And, it tar- and no, from what I've seen with the two-person, at least, it targets a lot of songs that we've both played. So oh, it'll yeah, play a lot yeah, of stuff yeah. that we both played. And then it'll mix some that one person's played and one other yeah. one hasn't. That's really Again, cool. I haven't seen how well it works when we talk about doing the, because it says up to 10, so I yeah. can only imagine you get 8, 9, 10 people, what it's going to oh, look that's like. that's really cool. But it's a cool feature to check out if you if if you are a Spotify user. So Russell, this is not for you. <laughs> but for anyone else, anybody that has Spotify, it's it is yeah, pretty cool. It's definitely awesome. Um, so the last thing I have here too is just in general. I know a little bit of a homer for me here, but Orioles baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it on there. I think actually the, the some exciting games recently. I, yeah, it has been, and the, I think the tide's last turning. Night. Like in terms of um, yeah, I mean yesterday they were losing what six, six nothing and eight, eight to two, two, and then came back mm-hmm. to win twelve to eight. Uh, they had three straight wins with walk-off uh, yep. just a couple days ago. Um, definitely playing a lot better baseball this year. You know, I know the last few years have been rough, but I, I really think this is the beginning of the turnaround. I mean, yep. they're currently 19-27, and 27, which isn't great, but it's not, it's not. It's way better than the pace they played before. There's 10 yep. teams in baseball with worse records right yep. now. So, I mean, they're moving more towards the middle of the pack already, mm-hmm. and we really haven't seen any pitchers come up. So this yep. is still just with... 
the core team, but they got um, you know Adley just came up, so that's big. We'll talk more about that later. They, um, they have some interesting hitters in the lineup. Austin you know, Hayes guys, is having Hayes, a career year. Still got Cedric Mullins. Yeah, who's been down a little year, bit. That's, well, that's the cool thing between last year and this year. You got Mullins and Hayes. Some mm-hmm. of the guys that were penciled in that were kind of not looking great. They've kind of they're they've at least established themselves. Yeah. That they have positions for the next couple of years. Mountcastle as well. Mountcastle, you know. Now you got Adley up there. Then you got some veterans with like the Mancinis and Odors mm-hmm. that are hanging in there, and you know, uh, Mateo's played well. Yep. Like from the bat standpoint, the it's offense is very it's not a, interesting. Not a great lineup, but it's not a bad lineup at all. No, but they've they've done a lot better this year with like pitch counts and pitch mm-hmm. selection and drawing walks, and, you know, uh, compared to the Orioles of eight years ago when they were winning, but could oh, yeah. walk to save for their yep. life. Um, so defense has been pretty solid. Bullpen's been solid. Starting pitching still tends to be the hit or miss thing. Um, but all in all, I think it's turning and they're getting fun to watch. All right. All right. Well, I think the, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back in a minute. Back with some top 10 sports. And we're back, though. Yeah. You ready for uh, some top sports moments from the month of May? I'm always ready. All right. Well, I, I feel like with this bunch going on, it still hasn't had to relate those like, big, big stories. But there's been some stuff happening that's pretty cool. Okay. Number 10, we talked about it with the Orioles a little bit ago. I've, you know, I think number one prospect in baseball, anytime he debuts, it's a big story. Just luckily for us, he's an Oriole. Mm-hmm. So Adley Rushman has made his debut about a week ago last Saturday. Great to see him come up. Yeah, you know, he had a little injury in spring training that probably cost him the chance of making the team. But Yeah, you know, I think he would have made opening day roster if it hadn't been for that. Truthfully. Yep, but it's nice to see him up there, you know. And, uh, you know, he had a triple and a walk mm-hmm. his first game. You know, he's looked, well, looked good behind the plate. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think the thing that'll be neat too is when some of these pitchers do come up, they're going to be guys he's caught in the minors. Yep. Yeah, possibly. There's familiarity so, with guys like Rodriguez and Deal Hall and all those guys. Yeah, and like he called Kyle Bradish the one day and he's like, it's cool. He's like, it's really cool coming up. I think that was his debut game, was catching him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's really neat to. Um, you know, come up and do that. And then I think it was funny because I think it was off yesterday when the Orioles did fall behind. I think it was yep. Bradish that started. And he wasn't oh, he yeah. wasn't the catcher, yeah. so maybe uh, maybe they might want to look into that. Mm-hmm. But he's he's doing a lot of DHing while he's not catching because Trino's still going to get some yeah. some action behind the plate. Yeah, he's a good vet, veteran catcher, and I think you know um, it'll help you keep Adley in the lineup more. Yeah. We don't really have a you know true DH, you know Mancini. Yeah, but he still plays some positions too. Yeah. <clears throat> so really, that's exciting. Something to look and keep an eye on going forward. Definitely. Um, yep. Number nine. Just happened recently too. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, got to work out. Worked the out with right? the Raiders, yeah. And Josh McDaniels, new head coach. What do you think of that? I mean, a lot of people are saying this might be the chance he had. This this time might be the time he's actually taking it seriously. It sounds like people are saying, and he might actually have his best chance of getting a, a backup gig. I mean, but I feel like it, too much time has passed. I feel like I mean he hasn't played in what five years, six years, something yeah. like that. I, he's just I. Came in in 2011, I mean, the same year Cam Newton. So, I mean, it's, you know, you can see a lot of the quarterbacks that came in that year, you know, are aging. Yeah, but Cam Cam took a beating, so it's not fair to compare anybody to Cam. But I think physically, I I don't think it's Who was supposed to 2011? I don't remember who was was that. Was that Andy Dalton? Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys have come and gone. 
Yeah, you know. But I think I don't think it's a physical issue. I think it's the fact that he hasn't played high level football in so long. Yeah. It's crazy to think he's. I mean, but he's still got to be better than half the backups. Oh, in the I still league, think right? so. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he has. I think this might be his best chance to get that backup spot. It's the perfect situation where you have a team that doesn't care, yeah. doesn't care about the backlash. It's the Raiders. They yeah. do what the Raiders do. What the Raiders do. You have a situation where not that Carr is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, but he's established he's their guy. There's not going to be this pressure that, oh, we need to see Kaepernick. Get him in, get him in. But no. that's the kind so of the I think cool where thing he needs with to Kaepernick, go. though, too, is if with the way football's changed the last two or three years, if he were to come back, he could be a backup but still get on the field yeah. for a yeah. package, a certain package each yeah. game. Where it's like, okay, he has that running threat. Um, you know, kind of like, I don't know if you saw, but they said recently, too, it's not part of my – Topics, but like RG three must have just ran like a four three forty oh, wow. somewhere, and now all of a sudden there's like half a dozen NFL teams calling him up again. Like, hey, uh, you interested in uh, coming in and trying out and looking to be a backup? Because I mean, you can put him in there as a backup, and then all of a sudden, you know, throw him out there for a certain set play, you know, and maybe you know. Sometimes in, in, in an NFL game, it's only one or two big plays that make the difference between yeah. winning and losing. So. Kind of interesting. I mean, I think he's got a shot. I think it's. I think him having a workout is overdue. He should have a chance to, yes. to work out, and then go from there. And I mean, I think he, you know. I think you're right. Raiders are the perfect team where they don't really care about the backlash. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be a strong ownership team that has an established quarterback. Like, you know, you know, you talk about how well. All right, you know, uh, uh, the Eagles are the kind of team that could conceivably bring him in. Yeah, but it'd be a bad situation because Hertz is not established. You'd have all this heat. Well, not bring him and bring him. No, he's got to yeah. go somewhere where I think where he is the backup. Yeah. And there's no expectations of him saying And you're right. Carr the last two years I think has established himself Um, you know he may be like the, the the new Joe Flacco where it's like is he elite? Is he not? But he's always good enough to keep the job. Like he's no doubt your quarterback. Yeah. But he might not be the elite yet. But his stats are always good. He doesn't he, turn the ball over a lot. He's he's a good good quarterback and a good leader. I mean, everyone he might be always somewhere says, between Flacco and Matt Ryan. Like not quite. Yeah. He's not quite Matt Ryan, but he's yeah. not. He might you know kind of in that. But range. from a leadership standpoint, like yeah. everyone says, he's a great guy and a great teammate and a great leader. And I yeah. think that that goes a long way into him always holding that position down. Yeah. All right, number eight, we got some baseball, Toph. Um, You know, don't talk about it too often, especially in baseball with closers, because closers are so rela- replaceable, right? Yeah. And interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. a lot of times closers aren't even used in the ninth inning half the time. Which I think makes more sense. I'm, I defend this. Game by game, it makes The whole does thought make of sense. the true closer got out of, got out of hand. But especially anyway. if your closer's a lefty. Oh, 100%. Well, like, yes. then, you know, he shouldn't be, he'll probably get different action. But we haven't seen a lot of dominant closers since Rivera. You know, had retired and, and ran. But right now, Josh Hader is in the midst mm-hmm. of a streak. And when I say a streak, he's got 37 straight scoreless appearances. He hasn't allowed a run since July last year. That's insane. I mean, really, pitchers will do that. And then yeah. they'll and go out, you know, then I'll go out and allow eight runs in the third of an inning. But yeah. still, it's impressive when they go, when those he, streaks get together. He's up to 30 consecutive saves converted, which, I mean, Gagne's record is something silly. It's like 61 it's, or yeah, something it's a lot. insane or 59. So, I mean, he's still a long ways from the, the record, but that 37 straight scoreless appearances is definitely insane. Um, you know, something, I mean, see, I mean, zero run ERA this year. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> see and, how long he could go with it. And that's how you, I mean, I don't know what the Brewers record is at this point. Yeah. But when you think about when, when relievers put up those dominant closing seasons, 
that's when teams have dom- have great seasons, right? Oh, you yeah. think about like Randy Myers that year for the Orioles. They were the number one team. They lost Absolutely. in the you know the, in the ALCS, but still, the Phillies the year they won the World Series. Brad, Brad Lidge was, was unhittable, on, yeah. and it's just that one year. So Rivera with can, the Yankees, yeah, how many it, years? Yeah. Like that can because you know the Royals the, the year they won the World Series. Yep. I mean, they had three closers basically. That seventh, eighth, and ninth was game if over. You, Giants. If you reach that pure dominant like a closer that blows one or two saves a year. That gets you five, six wins over another exactly. good closer because clo- you know. So when that and good it's closers not re- will blow seven or eight games, yeah. and it's not repeatable. A guy can't go out and do that every year, but a guy does that one year that can win you a win yeah. you a World Series. I yeah. mean, that gets you on that track. It's a difference between hundred wins and ninety five, and yep. I mean that's you know. So definitely something to watch. Very uh, interesting. Number seven. How about the Lakers? Tove back in the news. The uh, new head coach. Yeah, Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham breaking backboard to Texas Tech. Yeah, I was going to see if you remember that. LeBron. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, against UNC in the tournament mm-hmm. '96. Now, I, it's funny because when I saw Darvin Ham, I didn't realize he was an assistant coach for the Lakers yeah, for yeah. like maybe five or six years in the early teens. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I hear Darvin Ham, I just always think, "Oh, dunking." Yes, dunking. that's what. That's what. That's, that's what. That's the picture that comes to mind is, is dunking. Yeah. I remember in he had a long, uh, not a long, long, but I think he played in the NBA for like eight or nine years. Yes, uh, he, he won a title with the Pistons that one year. He wasn't a contributor, but he was yeah. on that team. Yes. I know. I've seen the seen clips of him pl- defending a young rookie, LeBron James. He yep. played against LeBron. You know, yep. I think and, he might have been with. The but most one, notably, but. he's known for the dunking, the oh, breaking yeah. the yep. backboard, like yep. you said. So he, he he competed in the '96 College Slam Dunk Competition and the '97 NBA as mm-hmm. a rookie. So like that's where we really remember him from. But in, in just like reading the article, like some of his nicknames popped up, and I totally forgot about them. The All two right. most funny. Do you remember Darvin Ham's? Nicknames as a player. I don't think I do. I should, but Duncan Darvin. Okay, I never. That's that. Yep. And the ham sandwich. <laughs> that's great. I don't remember the ham sandwich. That's a great name. That Apparently, great. that was his, yes. his most notable nickname. Ham was the ham sandwich. I like it. I like that <laughs> I one. You like that one? I knew it. All right, number six right now. Back to baseball. Someone betting on themselves this year. We talked about last month how uh, Aaron Judge turned down. Uh, Yep. $213 million uh, contract extension for seven years. And we were kind of saying, hey, he's 30. Is that a smart move? Well, we're so far, it's probably paying off. Mm-hmm. Hitting 313, leading majors in home runs with 17, and slugging percentage 681. Uh, more so, he's, he's healthy. He's got to stay healthy. That's the key. I mean, the guy always hits. Uh, he's, he's hitting. Hard, yes, and he does. I mean, he's he's a big dude. He, he kills the ball, but he just cannot. Yan- Yankees stay have the best record in baseball too, so that's gonna you know help his uh, spotlight a yep. little bit more too. So we'll see. He's gonna, I mean, he's gonna get paid. It's just if funny if he makes it to the end of the year healthy. That's gonna be the key. The thing that's funny is with Aaron Judge is he like you said he's always had the home runs and the power, but the thing that's yep. funny besides his rookie year and maybe the first half of his second year. He hasn't been a batting average guy. No, no. You know, he's always slugged the ball well. And he's walked well because he's a big power hitter. But 313, you know, that's... That's legit. If you, if you can hit for that power and hit over 300, now you're in a whole nother... You're an MVP consideration at that point. Yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him contractually. Yep. Number five, Tove. Canelo Alvarez... Do you see he lost for only yes. the second time ever earlier this mm-hmm. month? So he lost to uh, Dimitri Bivol. Bivol? I don't know. Bivol? I think it's, it's Bivol. I think it's Bivol. Dimitri Bivol, who himself was the champ, 
mm-hmm. and undefeated, but not known, yeah, not well not known, ours. not considered to be a superior fighter by any means. Um, a lot of people are really, I mean, he lost a decision. It was a unanimous decision, 115, 112. Mm-hmm. So it was close, but not that close. Um, but a lot of people, De La Hoya specifically, have been blasting. Now, Alvarez used to be promoted by De La Hoya up until he sued to get away in 2020. And, like, everyone's saying it. I mean, he's getting killed. Like, this is a fight he should never have taken. They should have never matched him up. Because they're like, this is a champion who's undefeated but not known. So they're like, really, there's nothing to win here for Alvarez. Yeah. There's a lot more intriguing fights that were better matchups out there. And they're like, just, you're fighting a dangerous guy that could kill you if he lo- if you lose and he did lose so it's almost like you know your legacy now you just lost to someone who's a no name but the no name might actually be really good yeah i mean to me it's where you go from here do you know does it set up a big money rematch potentially could. i mean it throws off know. apparently it was supposed to have a trilogy uh a trilogy already set up for yep. big money coming up after this this was supposed to be like a cakewalk and they walked right into uh a career stopper, they said. Basically, they, the future matchups for him are like yep, blank now. now. Yep, yep, yep. Where he had already had like a five-fight plan that they assumed this is going to be his next five fights and he's just going to mow through them. Yep. So, pretty interesting. We'll see where that goes. Number four, your boy Nikola Jokic won his second MVP. Oh, to uh, so, yeah. here's the thing with Jokic. Back-to-back. Runner up and Joel Embiid two years now. Yeah, well, Jokic is the worst, the worst two-time MVP in NBA history for sure. Steve Nash is the only one that's close to his to him. Everybody else has won two MVPs, back-to-back yeah. MVPs. They are like the cream of the crop, yeah. right? I mean, Jokic is great, but this is a guy who he got pulled out of the game in the fourth quarter of close playoff games because he can't play defense. Yeah. Like, how is this guy your MVP if he's not, like, I think it's a, I think part of it is. I think the thing you sent me the other day. Advanced metrics going out of control. Yeah. Because he does things, his his advanced stats, he has things that no one has ever done. Yeah. Incredible things. But when you watch him play, he's does not come across. Yeah, the watch, like the, the, the eyeball test, right? Yes. The eye he, test. He, he looks like the fifth best player in the league at best. Yeah. I mean. I, I don't know. Well, and what did you tell me? You sent me something the other day about Embiid, too, where he didn't even make first team. Yep. He's, so never, he, he's never been first team. He's, this so, is well, that's what I said. So what did you say? In the history, it's only been two guys that didn't. finish second and not made first team. And it's to Joel finish Embiid second plus. in MVP yep. voting and not even be a first team MVP. And with player. the caveat. so I The think MVP was, is the same position, possibly. Yes. So. so I think last year it was kind of forced. Yeah. But this year, they did come out and say that both Jokic and Embiid would qualify at forward and center for all NBA purposes. Yeah. But this is the whole scam. They didn't count the votes, you said. Yes. It, everybody fills out a vote and put him out of position. At the end of the day, the player is only eligible to the position he got the most votes. Yeah. So even though Embiid had more first-team votes than, than Jason Tatum at forward... Yeah. And be still only counted center. as center because he was on more ballots as a center. Than as a forward, which yeah, is like, crap. That's they, yeah, silly. They should have just... They, but still, the point is, though, it almost goes to show, you know, no one's ever been excluded that's been runner-up to MVP and it's happened to him twice. So it yes. almost makes you wonder, like, if there is something the media and the voters 
just don't really like it. I think him. I think there is a I mean there's a subsection of media and there's even I mean like the whole I don't know it's I think we're at a point with the media votes and then you have the transparency of the media of now people talking about it yeah. that you have guys like I mean Bill Simmons has a vote for MVP yeah. and he said he will never vote for Joe Embiid because he does not like him. He yeah. said this. Yeah. And you have these guys making these statements that there, I, I don't think it's a huge percentage of guys that are holding, the, but but there's a percentage of guys that hold and be responsible for the tanking. Yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah. He had nothing to do with it, and it's enough that it throws off. It's, no, you know, but he was the process though. He, like, yes, he, and he that, embraced so he did, it. He embraced it. So, but that what is maybe, he going to do? I mean, he's, no, he had, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I, good too. I mean, it endeared yeah. him to the fans too. And, and I it's mean, not like he ever tried. To, I mean, no, honestly, nobody tried to lose games. Yeah, I, I mean. Maybe the front office didn't try to put the best players they could on the court, yeah. but they but wa- the watching those the bad Orioles, teams those they years, about they the last tried. Years. A yeah. lot of baseballs talk about the tanking now too, and you know they're not. They're, nobody's losing games intentionally. Yeah, they're not throwing games. No, and I mean, I, I yeah, I it just seems like Joe is great, off. but I feel like yeah, I I, I think Embiid should have won. I mean, he averaged over thirty points a game. Yeah, from center that almost never gets done. Yeah, yeah, I yep, I agree. So, all right, moving on. Number three, uh, we talked a little bit earlier about Steph. Well, the Golden State Warriors, sixth NBA Finals in eight years. Really impressive run. Um, and I think that's, you know, you know, they're starting to get compared to now, like, the, the Bulls-type run. Uh, I mean, what do you think? I mean, are they that good? I mean, they seem weird they because are. they've been kind of down recently because well, of the injuries. Also, but. It was because of injuries, but they're the first team since the 60s, I think, to have the worst record in the league Yeah, and then get to the finals within two years. Yeah. Which, now, it's because Steph and Clay were both hurt. Don't I mean? Don't get yeah. me wrong. And they it's got not, you know, uh, who's but, the guy they got out of it? Pool uh, Wiseman. Actually. Wiseman. Wiseman. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's the year they drafted. But Pool turned out to be really good for him too. Oh yeah, he's been a huge, huge man. I mean, look. But they, they're loaded again. I mean, they're yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they. they it, it just seems like this year though, like the the Warrior hype the first few years was off the chart. Yes. It yes. just seems like this. They're kind of under the radar almost a little bit the, the last year or two. Uh, yeah, because people. People wrote them off after the injuries and like, oh, now they're old. They're not that old. And, I mean, Steph Curry, as a rookie, had injury problems. I mean, he signed that cheap deal. His first contract was not a max contract. Like, a lot of people might not remember, Steph Curry's first free agent contract was not a max deal. They signed him for, like, it was like a $70, $80 million contract because he had so many injuries on his rookie deal that no one knew how good he really, how reliable he was. Then he got healthy, and that's what allowed them to really have the money. I actually randomly... I just I read Andre Iguodala's book, okay. Six Man, and he talks about the only reason he was able to end up in Golden State was because Curry was on such a cheap contract because of the injuries. Wow. They could slide him in, and he was coming off the bench, but was the highest paid player on the team. Yeah, you know, it's just all oh, this whole weird kind of thing that worked, and it worked for them. And it's which I mean, probably even allowed somehow Durant to get there eventually. Yeah, when he, yeah cause exactly, because that's <laughs> how they that could do this. Opened up. Curry now now Curry's got you know a max yeah. deal, but Curry's first free agent contract was a very reasonable. It but was it, a it's deal. almost like set up perfectly because he might get the max deal now, but now they also have an influx of young talent again too that yeah. are on rookie. Yes. Yep. And so they're still loaded. You know, uh, they bring in they bring in Andrew Wiggins because they needed the max yeah. salaries moving around, and, and he's he actually well for him. played great for them. It's been a good home for him. Yeah. I, I mean, Steve Kerr knows what he's doing. He runs that team excellently. Like everybody buys in. It you know it just it works. I mean, from basically from uh, also getting from Iguodala's uh, book, but apparently like. 
apparently like Clay Thompson is never not the happiest dude in the world. He's like Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. And then apparently like Steph Curry also is the nicest guy in the world. So I think it's just this whole the team like everybody. Has I still remember like seeing a, a thing with Clay uh, Clay Thompson once where it was on. Uh, ESPN had some weird little thing where it was like the science. Like they always had mm-hmm. these little like snippets where it was like the science behind like sports. And they had a thing with him where they literally showed how good of a three point shooter he was. And they had him shoot with the lights out. Mm-hmm. And he hit as many shots and hit as many threes with the lights out as he did with the lights on. And they said because it's all muscle memory. Yeah, like, I believe it, that. Like people don't shoot and score because of vision. Like, if you're open, you're open. And this is more like set jump shots, too. Yeah. It wasn't like dribbling and jump, pulling pull-ups, which yeah. obviously your vision's going to, you know, um, play well, a, a role into that. But just straight, undefended, three-point shoot shots, the muscle memory is insane. I these, buy it. I mean, you think about just, like, turnarounds and fadeaways, you're not seeing the basket. Yeah. It's all field. These guys, I mean, it's incredible. But, yeah. yeah. That's nuts. But, yeah, I think, I think the Warriors are – are definitely the team of this generation for sure. I think another title would really cement them, you know, as all time legendary team. Yep. I, I think that's the big thing. I think if they win this year, I mean, and who knows what's even beyond this year, yeah, you know, yeah. but I mean, it's, it's crazy to think their run is kind of underrated. Um, yeah. So, all right. Number two, Drew Brees, Toph. What's up with this guy? I don't even understand what's going on. Yeah. There's a lot of people now that are just blasting him, saying he's like an attention seeker. Like, he can't. Like, so he walked out of NBC in his contract as an an Mm. analyst, which a lot of people were like, wow, he realized he wasn't as good as he thought he was and as popular. Yeah. But then, like, instead of him owning it for whatever reason, like, hey, I failed or I didn't like it or I wasn't good, he goes, well, I might just be playing football again. I feel like he's like he's like becoming Brett Favre 2.0 here. It almost feels that way, yeah. right? So now apparently he's uh, apparently the favorites to sign him, and this kind of goes to where we with Kyler. Apparently he's the Cardinals are the favorites to sign him because they cause they still not signed Murray yet, right? Yeah. He's still yeah. Or is he like a franchise? Well, he's like threatening holding out. Like okay, he's, yeah. he's but it's like, very, it's like not, he wanted to be traded yeah. possibly. Yeah, like, like I won't say they haven't signed him. He's under contract, but there yeah. there's an unresolved situation yeah. between the Cardinals. And Kyler. Yeah, so the Cardinals are the top like. Vegas odds if he plays that's the place mm-hmm. and you know then the Seahawks are second and then Seahawks Saints third yeah but I mean it's just really I mean there was almost the rumor the rumor came out last year that um he almost came back and played one game for the Saints when uh someone got injured or something like yeah. that. it was yeah. like there was a Monday night game yeah I remember that where yeah. like two quarterbacks were hurt and they didn't know what they were gonna do and they but, considered bringing yep yeah, there was rumors but he had like demands in. like I will only come in if I'm starting and I play every snap or yeah. something weird like that and they were like well we might want to have Taysom Hill mm. like, no I'm only coming in to play if I take every snap and uh, guaranteed to start and Peyton was like I'm not. You know, yeah. even with Drew, I mean, so amazing. We, it's weird that he couldn't lay that out, being Drew Brees, and get that. If you know, so it almost makes you wonder if he is a little bit weirder and out there. Yeah, well, Sean Payton is also a little bit weirder yeah, out there, so it could be true. more Payton driven. But it's yeah, true. I but you would think the relationship them two would have had. I'm, well, I'm thinking maybe Brees, Brees walking away had to do with their relationship going bad. That's true too. And they were, you know. But yeah, so that'll be interesting to see Drew Brees creating, uh, raising some hell and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, might be coming back. We'll have happen to see. So, all right, number one. You ready for number one, Tove? Let's do it. 
For the fourth month in a row, Tom. <laughs> Tom no, no, oh. no, no, Tom Brady. Not even in the top ten this month. Quiet wow. month for wow. Tom. What's, what's he doing? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like his trash talking with uh, Rodgers against uh, Allen and. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's getting <laughs> with the the. I don't know if it happened yet or no, if it's no, coming yeah, up. Yeah, the the the, uh, the the golf the, thing. The golf yeah, thing. Yeah, no, they start they start a lot of trash talking with Rodgers and uh, it's because Rodgers and Brady against Josh four, Allen. Yeah, it's like four quarterbacks, right? Another young guy. I can't remember who the other guy is. Yeah. And Rodgers and Brady have started trash talking the other guys about how they're not on their level, kind of jokingly around play playful, but you know. Yeah, but no, no Tom Brady on the list this month. He's been focusing on golf. Uh, apparently, there's some <laughs> crazy video out there him with the perfect shot, and I don't know if it's like fake it's or real. real. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's fake. But number one story I think has to be um, might have only lasted for three or four minutes, but boy, was it a big story, Tove Kentucky Derby. Oh yeah, yeah. Your boy, uh, your your little pony, Rich Strike. It was crazy. And watching that race, like you I, after the, the fact, yeah. like how far did you see behind? that overhead yes. camera view? How did that? I blew my mind. I it mean, was like the final three quarters of a lap. He went from like last almost to first. Yes, um, I mean, could you imagine if you had placed a bet on him and watching that? Yeah, you had to lose your mind. Even if it was you just put a dollar on him and got whatever whatever the odds were. Yeah, well, just, so that eighty to one. Eighty to one. So even if you even if you put a one dollar bet, and we're getting eighty bucks out of it. Just watching that had to so be just so So think about crazy. this. He's the second longest shot to ever win the Derby. Mm-hmm. So eighty to one. Did not even race in the Preakness. No, and then the um, one of the favorites was um, who was it? Epicenter. Mm-hmm. So Epicenter was like three to one. Yep, and one of the favorites. Epicenter finished second. Yeah. But the two dollar when you talk about betting, yeah. did you well, see a, what the two dollar exact And that paid? was always like when I would when I, if I would bet on horse racing, that was always I would always take a long shot dude, pair and him with the, the favorite, favorites. box that exacta and go with it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the payout was crazy, right? It was So the exacta, two dollar exacta. Now this wasn't boxed, just yeah, straight. Just yeah. So if you would have picked one and two, two dollar bet tof, forty one hundred dollars. Well, and it was the box that would have been a four dollar bet, right? Basically, yeah, it would have been yeah, a four dollar bet, bet, and you would have won but your you same, got, right, yeah, same thing, yep, same payout. Yep, wow. it would have been a four dollar. Yep, so wow, yeah, forty one hundred. And you, me and Toph used to go do the ponies. You know how wow. hard it is to get if you win on just an exacta, which is first and second place mm-hmm. picking. If you win a hundred bucks, that's a pretty you're, big you're exacta. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred. So you're just doing the $2, you're not doing that. You're it not also shows you the amount of money, though, that also is bet, too. You can only win so much money. If there's not a lot of money on the race, that also right. affects yep. what's paid yep. out. But yep. um, It is the Derby. Yeah, the but. Derby, there's a ton of money in the pool to, to be paid out. And 80 to 1 is in an exact. They said the trifecta, the $1 trifecta, paid out 14800 So, yeah, yeah. that's nuts yeah but uh to me i think that had to be the biggest story i think you're right though that overhead view of him insane. if you haven't insane. seen it yeah, i know it the out. race is old and it's uh, it's news but we'll it's insane it. to see how far like even the announcers calling it and they like rich yeah, strike isn't yeah. even mentioned no. until he's in first at the end no <laughs> it's like even like, no one thought he was good he came out there was two other horses you know going for one and two and he just came way out of nowhere to win by a nose yeah I, yeah insane insane so, pretty exciting, pretty still, fun still stuff. Some, yeah, maybe not as crazy as last month, but still a lot of good stuff. Yeah, going not on there. a ton of big highlights, highlights, mm-hmm. but a lot of interesting stories and interesting things. It's always fun. So, all right, so uh, that's what we got for the month, Tof. That was that was a good one. All right, we'll be back. All right.
All right, we're back to trivia time. Time for trivia. Trivia with Tove. Tove, you're two and zero, man. I am. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it going here. We'll see. Yeah. I, I How are you liking your odds? Uh, so, I, as as you know, as we normally do this, I've answered the questions, you know, in advance here. Um, I feel better about this card than the last card, but I think this is a. I think I got three or four that I feel good at. But the thing is, the two that I, the, the first two, I don't. I yeah. I don't think I have a shot at. So. I'm, I'm vulnerable, but I think it's going to take a good performance, but we'll see. Well, as always, as become tradition, you know, the matchup we've been all waiting for that was supposed to kick off trivia with Tove would have been with our long friend Greg, who he's recently not, moved, know. but man, he's just, he keeps forgetting about us. He's on to bigger and better things now. Uh, and then once again, no answer, no show. I'm sure, he's off doing big things. No, yeah. Yep. Memorial Day weekend shenanigans. He's got some steaks going, probably some whiskey, some cigars. Yeah. So we have her back up. She's scheduled. And yes, it's a she. All right. Who we got? Tove, we're going to be challenging you. Your undefeated streak with Kylie. Ah, She definitely does a lot of trivia. The queen of trivia. Interesting uh, matchup here. Queen of trivia. So we're going to get her set up. I know she's done trivia for years. We'll see. Maybe she knows all these answers. All right. Let's see. Let's give her a call here. So we got this hooked up properly. I hear a ringing. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Kylie. Hi. You are on the List and Shout podcast with Ryan and Tove. How's it going? Good. I'm very excited. Yes, you've been selected to challenge Tof. You are my groomed pick. <laughs> no pressure there, you know. But, but it's my yeah, job. To, I mean, we all know I'm not smart times, enough to so defeat okay. Tof in trivia, so I have to find someone. And you're the one, Kylie. <sighs> I'm going to try hard, but Tof beat me a lot. So. Yeah, but you've been doing trivia for years. That's true. I have. This card's right. not awful, not compared to some of the ones we've done in, done in, in, in past shows. The first okay, question... Well, don't- this is insane. Don't I'm ruin like, it for me. I'm not. <laughs> no. So I know you're a long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> exactly. From the beginning. Yeah. Even though you missed a few episodes. There's only been a few episodes. And she's missed them. <laughs> no, I watched. I listened. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. We're going to jump right into it. Um, do you want to place any bets before we go? I mean, I don't want to down myself, but I bet Tove beats me. <laughs> okay. All right. I like the com- I like the confidence. That's my, that's, that might be what it takes. I don't know. All right, Kylie. So we basically we have six questions. We're going to run them right down the list. It's trivial pursuit style, so the categories uh, bounce around, but it's uh, not all just about sports or TV. Oh, better not be. Okay. All right. Number one. Here it is. I'll repeat it as many times as you need because you know I'm not a great reader. <laughs> all right. What was Utah's Zion Canyon briefly known as after Brigham Young stated that, while beautiful, it was not Zion? Okay, I... No, I repeat that. All right. What was Utah's Zion Canyon briefly known as after Brigham Young stated that, while beautiful, it was not Zion? Oh, God. Mm. Mm. I don't want to pass it up, 
so quickly, but I no, don't you can take think your I time. have. You can take your time. You yeah, can. I don't think I have an idea though. We'll throw a guess out. See, we say Almost this every. Zion. Almost Zion. See, we say this every 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 time. Tof usually wins because his guesses are better. Yeah, but this is one that <laughs> it's hard to guess. This I I had the same I had the same issue with this one where I just made something up eventually, but. <sighs> All right, so Kylie said what? Almost, Almost Zion. Zion. All right. Almost which, I think, Zion. which I like better than my guess, to be fair. I like that one better than my guess. <laughs> All right, number two. What major Austin Powers character had his anatomy altered in a tragic smelting accident? Oh, it's not Fat Bastard. It's Goldmember. All right, lock it in, Tove. Goldmember. Quick answer there. I think she's, she's confident with that one. I think I'm pretty confident. I know. I, I'm pretty sure Kylie's watched Austin Powers like 42 times. I am mm, not. Yeah, probably. Odd number to pick, but yeah. Well, you like the British. Right. You like the British humor. <laughs> All right. What first lady's plaintive ode to a pillbox hat was published in a 2001 collection of poetry? I mean, Pillbox, I think, Jackie Onassis, but is it her? Or is it somebody talking about her? What first lady's uh, plaintive ode to a Pillbox hat was published in a 2001 collection of poetry? I don't know if she was still alive, but that doesn't mean she was not yeah, alive. She still could have been published. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jackie, Jackie O. All I can think about is Bob Dylan's leopard skin pillbox hat, but that's not the answer. He, he <laughs> was he was not a first lady to No, he was still alive. <laughs> yeah. Alright. What genetics guru studied the traits of twenty eight thousand garden pea plants? Oh, oh God, I know this. Um shit because it's what you do in biology class with the stupid oh. mm. <sighs> mm. Dr. Peapod I don't know <laughs> I don't think his name would be Dr. Peapod it might be I, I mean maybe he was so excited mm. about Peapods after his experiments that he changed his name are there always the same amount of peas in a pea pod? I don't are know. There? He would know. No, I don't think there are. I don't think, yeah. I think that's what you do. I don't think I, there are. I, I think like that's what, like, part of what you do. Yeah, it's like sometimes there's two, sometimes there's four. Has there ever been a peanut with four? I've had three. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know if I've had one myself. Yeah, but is, but it really, is it really three or is it really a cracked big one? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, I mean, I mean I'm talking about a full, like, Two halves make a whole. Not like two halves count as two. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah, no. I don't, I, I've only had a three, a three one. I don't know about a four one. But if you have a four mm. one, is it really a four one or is it really just two stuck together? Yeah. Oh, like oblongs? Like, like two peanuts fused into one that uh, opens up the next four. Right, this is taking an odd turn. Let's go to question number five. Yeah, let's go to number five. This whole pea plants <laughs> thing. All right. What was the first NCAA women's hoops team to post a second undefeated season? 
I am a lady who loves basketball, but I, I don't know. Don't ever call yourself a lady. <laughs> That's true. I'm a broad who likes if I, basketball. If I get this one, this will qualify as something good guessing. Because it's like, uh, yeah. one guess that makes uh, sense I don't know. Me. You got to pick one. I don't even know, I don't even know what I, uh, I... I can't even think of a... Okay, lady. so NCAA <laughs> stands for... Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, okay. And then, okay, read it one more time. Read it yep. for me one more time. What was the first NCAA women's hoops, so college basketball team, yes. to post a second undefeated season? Is it UConn? I mean, I can't tell you yet, but we can lock <laughs> your answer. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Toph may have met his match today. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting mm. a tie. I don't know mm. what happens if it's a tie, but I'm predicting, based on what the answers here... Did you guess Dr. Peapod, too? I did not guess Dr. Peapod. <laughs> but I will say that two of our five answers are the same. So it's down to three questions. All right. Well, here's our last final wild card question. What fast food logo was famously cited by author Eric Schlosser for being more recognizable worldwide than the Christian cross? The Golden Arches. So really, it's going to be three questions. We answer the same for three of the six. And I think of those three, I think one she has, one I have, the other one, I don't have no idea. Is that the author? Is that the guy that did that documentary? What one? No, not... not now, these cards are very old. Yeah, okay. Yeah, last month when we did it, they still had uh, Pluto, Pluto in the solar system. Well, still in the solar system. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, had not, <laughs> they still have Pluto as <laughs> a planet. It didn't leave. It's, we still have Pluto. Pluto... Pluto Kylie, is this is why I don't Pluto answer trivia. I, this is why I don't answer <laughs> trivia because I don't know. All See, right. But did you know that Pluto apparently, like, there's something, like, it's, we can't call it what it became because it's not politically correct? Mm-hmm. It's still politically correct, I think, is at it? this moment. I think for a planet. I yeah, I don't, think, I don't think there's Plutonians that are uh, going to be offended. But you don't know. Isn't that what you make bombs out of? <laughs> Plutonium. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right. I, I, I am really this dumb. I am projecting a tie, but let's see here. I know, All this right. first question, it could be almost Zion. That could blow me out of the water. So, Tove, I, so I told Tove. <laughs> it, it really could be. I don't know. So after Tove, <laughs> listen, listen. After Tove answered this question and it was locked in, he was I like, I don't is. even know what this would be. And I said, honestly, this is a question where a bad, like yeah. a, a, a dumb guess would be the right answer. You, this could, yeah. So when we say, what was Utah Zion Canyon briefly known as, after uh, Brigham Young stated that it was beautiful, but not Zion, it was briefly known as not Zion. Oh, oh. so close. Oh, man. I went the other direction. I called it Earthly Canyon. <laughs> uh, Kylie, you're almost, almost Zion. Zion was almost oh, the right God. answer. Wow. So I told, oh, my God. I told you, a silly answer actually would have got it probably. Yeah, but almost Zion sounds better than not Zion. Yeah. It does. I, I almost Zion is a better that's answer. Why I, that's, that's a better answer. Yeah, yeah that's what they should have called it. Yep. I agree. I'm actually going to do it different now. I, I, what I'll do is after I read the question, I want you to reveal your answer, Toph, since you already know Kylie's right, answer. Yeah, and then we'll, know, I'll yep, give you the real yep, answer. Yep. Well, at All this right. point, it's going to be three the same with the last five. But yeah, I know. That's why, yeah, so <laughs> I meant to do that for that one. Yeah. All right. So what major Austin Powers character uh, had his anatomy altered in a tragic smelting accident? Toph, who'd you pick? I said Fat Bastard. Kylie has gold member. The answer is gold member. That's right. As soon as she said that, I'm like, oh, that's right. I because I, I thought fast 
fat bastard for a second too, because doesn't he get skinny? But yeah, gold member makes that's why he's gold member. It's melting. I should have followed that one. I Toast in trouble. He's yeah. losing first time Toast well, ever trailed. Well, I think it's going to be a tie. I really do. But I mean, three of the next four we have the same answer. So it all comes down to Doctor Peapod. <laughs> whether it's a tie or or they're kind of wins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what first lady's plaintive ode to a pillbox hat was published in the 2001 collection of poetry? We both Jeff. had Jack Unessis Kennedy. Jacqueline Kennedy. Woo! So, two to one, Kylie. Correct? Yes. All right. So. I got to write this out while it lasts, too. So, sorry. <laughs> well, unfortunately, the Peapod question's I coming think up. It's going to be a tie. We'll see. I know. We'll, we'll know, know after this. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I feel like I, I feel good about this answer, but I could be wrong. All right. What genetics guru studied the traits of 28,000 gar, uh, garden Peapod plants? Kylie has Dr. Peapod. Tofaz. I believe it's Gregor Mendel. Oh, God. I do. You're, I think you're right. <laughs> the answer is Gregor Mendel. Yes. Toast Damn genius. It. I, and I, I always know that one because this, it all goes full circle. I just remember, like, every time that when that came up in high school, we were, call, we, we were calling Greg, Gregor. He became Gregor from Gregor Mendel, and it was this whole thing, like, Greg and the Peapods. <laughs> Greg and the Peapods. Yep. It's yeah. like Benny and the Jets. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a tie. We'll just finish these up here and see if we were correct. But our, our Kylie, Kylie Greg is was supposed to be the first contestant to challenge Toph, mm-hmm. and he just, you know, he moved to Florida, yeah. right? And he's just always MIA. Of course, at the beach. <laughs> he's just yeah. yeah, beach, cigars, steaks, whiskey. He's living the high life. I get it. I know, isn't it crazy? Yeah. All right. Two questions left. What was the first NCAA women's hoops team to do uh, have a second undefeated season? Toe fans. Both had the Connecticut Huskies. Kylie, great guess. You both are correct. Woo-hoo. I tried to outthink myself for a minute, but I just like, nope, I'm just going to stick with you, God. Yep. Yeah. Kylie, how did you pull that guess out? What brought you to that? Because um, I was up in Connecticut when, I think, I think when they won recently. Like They win like They always win. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. they are probably the best, like, I, yeah, I just remember the news, you know. So. All right, probably the, the only one I ever paid attention to. So, what's the score currently, Tove? It is, it is three to three. Three to three. So we're pretty much locked it's into It's going to be four or? to four. I'm pretty. Com- I, I mean, I believe we both yeah, had this so. current answer correct with the, the McDonald's Golden Arches. Yep. So uh, I guess that's basically yeah. What is food logo? More famous than the Christian Cross? It is the Golden Arches. It's not the Arby's big hand or hat, whatever it is. <laughs> So yes, we. I mean, four out of six is. It's a, yeah, it's a you good both show. did really good. Pull, uh, off, pull off the tie. Yeah, Kylie almost got you with the almost Zion first. Yes, not I Zion. slightly. <laughs> I was slightly afraid because I remember because you had said that it was a you know a, a silly guess. A silly would be guess. It. Might get there. And I'm like almost Zion's a great guess. I wish I would have thought of something. I was trying to think what what is um, I, I was locked into the instead of the the play on like Zion almost Zion. I was kind of thinking what's a word what's something that's. Almost Zion, but not like yeah. more. I'm like, well, I guess Earth is not Zion, so I, yeah. So, like so Kylie, yeah, you did end Tove's winning streak, but I'm still undefeated. <laughs> yeah, Tove yes, still is undefeated. So he is two zero and one. But I think this earns you a trip back if you want to next month. I think since you tied, you you could come back and challenge 
next month if you'd like to. Well, I'm scared. Toast looking scared. Looking scared. I think you have an open challenge to come back. You can play it when you want okay. to play it. It doesn't oh. have to be next month. Oh, he, it's he, like a money in the bank. He, he, he wants to pad his stats no, before you come I'm, back. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, know. I know. I'm hoping Greg shows up next month. I got to read some more books. I got to study Brigham Young and I got to watch some awesome powers. Yeah. It can be next month. my biology book that I probably still have it. It can definitely be next month. But yeah, I'm I just can't saying, I don't think you have the pee to pods. Be for next month. I would have thought you would have had the pee pods. I know. I'm kicking myself because I know that was in my brain. But I'm, wait, you know. wait, when you pulled out the gold member, as soon as you said that, I'm like, I think that's right. And then I was kind of at that point, I was like, well, hopefully the Yukon question skips past you because I thought you were going to get. <laughs> I figured the, the Jackie Kennedy, the McDonald's. You never have faith in my sports knowledge at all i figured you had the kennedy and the and the, and the mcdonald's for sure yeah. and greg ormendel i thought was very possible that you would have that yeah. Ky- kylie so has a girl hoping, power yeah. since it was women's hoops she, mm-hmm. she, she pulled it out uh-huh. she's got the girl yeah, power. Okay. first lady <laughs> question she has a girl power on that one so kylie yeah. before we let you go what you've been up to what are you watching what are you reading what's new that you can tell uh recommend to people well, I just watched Obi Wan this morning. Oh, the whole thing, yeah. or just one episode? Only put out two episodes. Two it's hours. two episodes. Yeah. How, so how is it? Love me some Ewan McGregor, of course. Hey, is um, it me, or does he look exactly like he did back then? Yeah, he did. Because actually, now I'm watching Phantom Menace. I just finished Phantom Menace. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he looks pretty much the same. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, you're very good. Yeah. I, well, I like it. I know some people. I mean, I don't think I'm spoiling, but uh, some people are little annoyed by young Leia, but I think she's exactly Leia as a kid. <laughs> That's cool. Did you, uh, yeah. how have you watched Mandalorian? Yeah. Have you liked that? Oh yeah. I like that a lot. I did not like, um, what was the other one? Um, Boba Fett. Boba. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I wasn't too into that as well. I, it wasn't terrible, but I, it didn't draw me in. Yeah. what did you think? Oh, of and that? I just watched oh. Star Trek. The, what's the, Oh, the series one. Yeah, the Pike series. That one that one I really like. So you like Star Trek and Star Wars? It's allowed. I also like Doctor Who. Uh, I don't know. What is Doctor Who? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You tried to explain it to me one time. I couldn't. I thought it was like something like Bill and Ted's time traveling or something. It's what If you Bill have like a spare 10 years, you can watch from. all the episodes. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> Isn't it like 48 <laughs> seasons? Something like that. <laughs> it's like 55, I think, right oh, now. How do you have time for all that? Actually, they're time about travel. to have their 60th time episode. Time travel. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You have to be a time lord well, to have time. Lots of time being single, you know. <laughs> That's a lot of lot of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Must be British. Very good. Uh, yes. Very much so. No wonder you like it. Yeah. All right, Kylie. Well, it was good. Uh, good checking in with you. I think Toast right. You have a uh, any month you want a challenge, you get first dibs, except for Greg. Except <laughs> Greg has standing. Greg's it. never going to every month. Through, so. Greg is yeah, the scheduled I mean, I challenger. Yeah. But yeah, you just let me know. We always it's usually the last Saturday of the month. We'll see how it goes towards summer. But anytime you want to go, let us know. All right. All right. Good All job, right, I'll though. Keep... All right.
All right, now that was a little bit of a scary trivia, but I'm still undefeated. You are. You I are might be, in there. I might not have won, but I didn't lose. It's true. So that was a g- win. It's a win. It's, it's in, in my mind. It's a win. I didn't lose. That's all that matters. No one's beaten me yet. Um, there's a, a, a valiant showing by Kylie, though, the, to bring up the tie, of course. Yep. Uh, so now we're going to the top ten pop culture for May, and a little bit. I don't want to say it's a slow month because there's lots of new stuff that came out, and that's kind of what the list is going to focus on. A lot of the new. New TV shows, new movies, new music. Okay. Not a lot of cra- not a lot of crazy sideness uh, uh, this month though. But all right, let's get into it here. Number ten, as usual, we'll start off with kind of the crazy story of the of the month. <laughs> we had a lot of lizards. This is not really this is not a lizards related anyway. It's only tangentially related to animals. But so the new story is that Jonathan Searle was named police chief in Oak Bluffs in Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Now you might be like, why is that crazy? What does that mean? Well. That is where Jaws was filmed in 1975. Okay. Which, you know, the plot Classic. of that movie was the efforts of the police chief trying to rid the waters of a killer shark. Yeah. Jonathan Searle was an extra in Jaws. Oh, okay. So he was one of the kids, if you think back to Jaws, who uh, swam around with a fake shark fin to drive out the to oh, chase that was, all that the people. Oh, that was that dude? Yes. He is now the uh, police chief of that town. Oh, wow. Just kind of a crazy, crazy, kind of crazy thing there. That's awesome. So that's our crazy story of the week. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah, he, he terrorized the, chief, the police chief in the movie, then became the police chief in real life. Now, wasn't it filmed actually not there, though? Like when it filmed somewhere else? That's where it was filmed. It was okay. set somewhere oh, okay. else, but it was filmed at that town. Okay, but he was there. He was the kid. He, that's where they got, you know, the, okay. all the extras were kids from that gotcha. town. Gotcha. Uh, so number nine, we're going to talk about some of the new movies that have come out here. I got a few we're going to talk about here, kind of just to highlight. One, we talked about the MCU earlier. We had uh, yep. the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. I have not personally seen this. As we discussed, I'm behind on the MCUs. I've heard conflicting reviews. Some people liked it. Some people really didn't. I haven't seen it yet either. So. Uh, we've got kind of the other extreme. We have Netflix put out uh, the Rebel Wilson comedy Senior Year. Which I was did very see that entertaining. Drop. I haven't watched it yet. Ashley and I watched that. We found it entertaining. I mean, it's all it's. It's a, you know it's the silly kind of it's a silly comedy lots of throwbacks to the early 2000s there's some good some funny moments in it I, I enjoyed it but I mean it's not a masterpiece by any stretch but yeah. definitely worth checking it out for for a good laugh um, another movie that I did not watch the show and I I have not watched the movie but the Downton Abbey a new era movie came out I, I know saw that's a lot of that's a big that. big movie there it's probably a Kylie movie probably is and then two movies that came out last night uh, one is the Top Gun Maverick which yep. is expected to set records and like which blows my mind because no one's going to the theater right now but it's supposed to blow records out of the water apparently okay they said it's projected to be Tom Cruise's most successful opening weekend movie ever I have something to add with this too it seems but crazy, I'll, let you, I'll let you finish well, your other other release then my other one which is one that me personally I'm I'm probably more excited about than, than Top Gun it's the Bob's Burgers movie because I love me some Bob's Burgers so <laughs> I haven't I, seen it. I didn't know that was coming I, yeah, out. Yeah, it came out. Yes, it came out. I've, I've not seen it, but I, I'm a huge Bob's Burgers fan. I'm definitely I'm definitely in for that. Well, that's interesting. I, I just, I, I've heard some stuff about this Top Gun Maverick, and it's crazy. Um, I mean, we all know, like, they, we saw the trailer for it probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've all known it was coming, but it... I feel like they might even have pushed it back till I some of the pandemic I, stuff was I think slowing because down. Because they knew, they thought it could set box office records, and they wanted it to, I think. But even bigger than that, have you heard about like it actually has a ninety seven yes. on Rotten Tomatoes, yes, ninety five percent light on just reviews, and from what I'm hearing, 
it wasn't just like they did a remake of like a, a like a sequel to Top Gun, but they're like, let's hire the best writers mm-hmm. and actually make this a legitimate story as well as some crazy action pilot movie. So I haven't seen it yet either. I actually want to see it, but the critics are saying this is like, like maybe like an award winning type movie as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. How like how are you going to make Top Gun Maverick and actually like apparently it's like they made this plot that's like story like the story is incredible. It, yeah, I don't that's know. What I've we'll heard, say. Yeah. Well, also on a side note for any of our any of our listeners up in Philly, if you head down to Citizens Bank Park on. Uh, June first, you can get the Miles Teller bobblehead. Okay. The I, we, we can post oh, as well, but it's the Miles Teller Top Gun bobblehead. Oh, nice. Give, uh, Philly's giveaway is. Now is he playing? He's, is he Goose's son? I believe he is. And as you know, if you know, Miles Teller is a, is, a, is from Philly. He's a huge uh, you know Philly's Eagles okay, fan. So I like it's so uh, he has his uh, the Phillies are giving away the Miles Teller bobblehead, which is he's playing Rooster who. I believe? has a reputation for being a little difficult, but I'm yes, a big fan does. of this yep. guy though. I yep. actually do like him though. So yeah, so and we'll. So maybe we'll come back and we'll talk, we'll, but we'll talk about uh, what we thought about Top Gun maybe next next month. Yeah, or for sure. If, you I, know, definitely send us comments. I, I know just want to know how like it. how Maverick is still around this Top Gun Academy thirty <laughs> years later or whatever. Like you know, they, they, twenty years, whatever it may be. Yeah, this that that's a good point. Like this dude was like doing flybys and like there's no way he would have made it or they wouldn't have him around. I, I the story though is supposed to be amazing. That's the biggest thing is like critics. Yep, that's what I've heard. Yeah, most remakes or reboots or sequels long after the fact are generally, like, only liked for the nostalgia aspect. Yep. This is actually supposed, supposed to be, to be an really actual good legit good movie, too. Yeah. Which is scary. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no. That's great. Yeah. I think it's going to be the story of the month. I really think. But yeah. So, number eight, we're going to stick with movies a little bit. We're going to go into some of the latest Disney controversy. Uh-oh. Uh, another new release on Disney Plus was the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. Okay. Which was hilarious. What's the controversy? I, so, the controversy, and, and you know, there's maybe slight spoiler alerts in this, but I don't I mean, it's all over the, the news, so I don't think it's anything crazy. But it's not like um, Disney putting penises in the background and stuff again? No, no, no. So, <laughs> the, you know, the villain of the movie is Peter Pan. Okay. And the story of Peter Pan in the movie kind of follows the story of Bobby Driscoll, who was the original Peter Pan, who got fired by Disney because he got old and ended up dying at the age of 30 with drug problems and all this really sad story. Okay. And they kind of take that and use that as the kind of the origin of the bad Peter Pan. Okay. And there's, and there's a lot of people that are not happy huh. about it. I think they're kind of profiting off the... Interesting. I mean, to me personally, when you watch the, when you watch it, it's clear that the studio is evil, so they're kind of. I mean, I get the whole profiting off of it, but they're not trying to make themselves look good. Like, they're, if you if you make the connection, you're kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're the bad guy. So, I I, I get the controversy behind it because you're you know you are profiting off of this bad story that you kind of created. But yeah. you know, that aside, the movie is very entertaining, and I mean it's dumb. But talking about the nostalgia, this is like the yeah. ultimate ultimate nostalgia movie. I mean, it's got yeah. everybody, everything in it. But I'll have to check that out. It's only you said what? Well, Disney Plus. Yep. Okay. Yep. So number seven, we're going to uh, kind of shift gears now to music for a few here. So number seven, uh, the Billboard Music Awards were in May. Uh, more or less uneventful. Uh, nobody got slapped. <laughs> it was hosted by Diddy. Um, top nominations were The Weeknd was nominated for 17 awards. Doja Cat was nominated 17. for 14 awards. Uh, the, the highlights, Drake won top artist. Uh, the best new artist was uh, Olivia Rodrigo repeating her win at the Grammys. Again, there was some... 
not nothing too crazy happened. Uh, the opening performance, Diddy performed with a whole lot of special guests and did a lot of songs tribute to Biggie and a few things. So that was kind yeah, of a big cool. thing, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, more or less, nothing too crazy happened, but that was a you know, a big the big award show this month. Which the big the big shows were in April with the Grammys yeah. and the Oscars, but we did have still the Billboard Awards in. Uh, Billboard was always fun because it was always like you know sometimes you get into the other ones and it start it's a lot of they have like some more of the artsy stuff where it's like I don't really know this yeah. or know that Billboard was usually always like okay well, and, you know everything at Billboard, and Billboard right? focuses on like as opposed the charts. to. And yeah, they focus on top rap artists. It's all like yeah. who's the best artist of this and that. More is not like the Grammys where it's this record, that record, this song, this song. It's more like yeah. who was the top female R&B artist of the year, that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's kind of you know it's kind of easier to get into, I think, mm-hmm. as from, from a fan standpoint because you know you know it's all, more all the stuff you yeah. know. Yeah. So number six, we're going to talk about some new new releases of new record releases of the of the of the month. Uh, Couple I want to talk about. One of the biggest releases uh, was Harry Styles put out Harry's House. Again, I can't say that I've listened to it. I'm, you going to yeah, Harry's House, Tove? I've never been. I've not been to Harry's House, but I know that's been a big, a big hit record. Uh, another big record that I have to talk about is, of course, Kendrick Lamar's long, long-awaited uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, it's kind of there's been some controversy, some mixed reception. It's you know okay. it took a long time for him to come back and. People are kind of comparing a lot of the songs on there sort of to a kind of a Dave Chappelle kind of situation oh, oh, oh. where he's kind of like he speaks his mind. And he's unapologetic and a little controversial. There's some controversy. There's a song specifically about two members of his family who are transgender and he's kind of he he is speaking of it kind of as he's like growing from his ignorance from the beginning to now. But he definitely throws out a lot of F-bombs in there. Okay. And there's a lot of like. That's got some interesting mixed reception where some people kind of are understanding the song is what it is and are yeah, fine with it. Some people of, are not. It may be about the growth from beginning yes. to end, but at the same time, the beginning is pretty rough. Yes. And the whole album is kind of like that. He talks about some songs about how he is how he is because his father wouldn't let him cry. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Again, it's had some mixed reception, but it's mostly positive. But there's been some, you know, some controversy behind yeah. the Kendrick Lamar record. Uh, two other records just highlight. One is another uh, favorite artist of my wife Ashley is uh, Florence and the Machine put out their Dance Fever album, which has been a successful album. And then one that I'm going to highlight that came out uh, last n- yesterday that that I've been that I've been slowly getting into more and more that's been around forever is Wilco put out Cruel Country and another more solid basically what Wilco uh, what what they've been kind of giving you. So yeah, some records worth checking out if you're into any of those artists. Uh, what else you got? What else? So got? number five, we're gonna stick with music, and this one I don't know if you've if you've heard this or this. It's an interesting thing to talk about when we talk about the future of music. Okay. So we'll talk about an In artist terms of like platform. Or? Yes. Okay. So uh, artists that I'm a big fan of, I know you are a fan of, uh, Talib Kweli yep. and Yasin Bey, formerly known as Most Def. Mm-hmm. They reunited for a Black Star album. Okay. Uh, no fear, no fear of time. This is their first album together in however many years. Twenty years. Probably. Twenty years. Exclusive only on Luminary, okay, which is a podcast platform that charges a monthly fee. Interesting. It's the only places available. It's not even a music. It's not even like it's title exclusive or Spotify. Yeah. The yeah. only place to hear this record is Luminary. I've not heard this record. I don't have yeah. a Luminary subscription. And I don't. I mean, the price isn't anything crazy. I think it's like four dollars a month or something. It's you know, yeah. but. Uh, so it's just kind of interesting to kind of the, that is this going to be Putting you know the music behind a pay window is it going to become like streaming TV where you know you you, you buy this you you subscribe to this platform for this show and this for uh, that no, is it going to be artists might sign to certain platforms because I mean 
unless I mean artists aren't making much money on your Spotify's, your Apple Music's, those yeah. main ones. You're not. So yeah. yes, I don't know how many people are subscribing to hear this record. How many people are hearing this record? But they're probably making more money. Well, that's the thing. From a lot of people, they put a lot of people on Spotify aren't on Spotify because they like it. They, they, they're they're just, they don't have, have a choice. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's not where they're making their money. They're making their money elsewhere. You know, for an artist, for art, for an artist that has a following. That may not, but it's not a multi-platinum, you know, yeah. it's not Taylor Swift or The Weeknd or somebody yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, if they sign an exclusive deal with somebody like this, they may, may see more money from the actual record. So it's kind of interesting to see where We will where see. I go. mean, we've had that in the past, right, with like uh, Swift and Jay-Z well, we and had the, Kanye, but where they, they were, had exclusive yeah. deals with certain platforms, but then... But that was still with Tidal, which was, what you know, every, it's always been that it's... You know, there's Spotify, there's Apple Music, there's Tidal. Yeah. You know, they're the you know this kind of you're reaching out to even non. I mean, this isn't even a music platform. Like yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting. But what that, I'm saying though is they've all ultimately always come over to Spotify. Right. Though, At certain points. So yep. it's kind of like maybe they do this for the initial. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe this is we're exclusively on this platform for a year, but at some point Will it comes they? Yes. somewhere else. That's kind of what I'm waiting to see. Like I said, I haven't subscribed to it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if they're going to release a physical vinyl copy of it. Yeah. Then I'll buy. I'll buy. I'll buy Interesting. Vinyl. I mean, because it could go. I mean, what if that? You know, like we talked to him last month, where we're like, you know, when Madonna and yeah. some of these contracts that artists signed uh, studios, and we're like, it really doesn't work that way yeah. as much anymore. Where they're like, hey, they signed a. You know, almost like sports, like a five album deal, yeah. <laughs> right? With X amount of money, and I know it's kind of like they're still signed to labels, but not everybody's signed to labels, and not everybody's yeah. paid that way anymore either. Like, a, well, it, ma- it makes me think of a company like OK Player, a management company yeah. that has contracts with you know the Roots, Talib Kweli, guys like Common, Tribe Called Quest, the, you know all those kind of artists that are all have similar crossover and fans. If they pulled their music and put them on their own streaming platform and charged, you know, something yeah. reasonable about a month, put out new releases on there, there could be money there. I don't know. It's interesting yeah. to see if that what where the future is going to go. That is interesting. So let's go to number four. Um, so this we're going to switch to this is the RIP section, and I was kind of saying that I had this kind of done. There was like oh, there was not a whole lot going on, and then it's been a, you know some some uh, uh, some more. The last couple of days. The so end of the kinda, months have been rough because like yeah. it's a couple months that we've come here and it's like oh last night or the day before. Yeah. So originally, originally I had four people here, which I will say that the majority of the people listening probably won't recognize these names. Okay. There's some sports ones here. First, I'm going to talk about a guy that you'll probably remember, but David West. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he died at age 57 of brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Pitched for the Twins, the Mets, and the Phillies. To me, he'll always be remembered. In one of the first big trades I remember as a kid was the Frank Viola trade, mm-hmm. where Viola got traded from the Twins to the Mets for Rick Aguilera, Kevin Tappany, Tim Drummond, and David David West. Yeah, so he was like he was a prospect then. I remember I had some of his rookie cards, and you know, yep. clearly didn't didn't really pan out. Yeah, but, but he had a long career. I mean, he was around. Yep. A second is going to be a NBA Hall of Famer Bob Lanier, uh, died at age seventy three. You know, a former great from the Pistons and the Bucks. A little before our time, but we yeah. def- definitely know the name yeah. and know who he is. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, we have Michigan State star Adrian Payne, who was shot and killed at age 31. Mm. And you know he was a much younger guy. He did play in the NBA a little bit for the Hawks and Timberwolves. Never really had success. Was a big time college player. And then another one that is a little bit surprising here at 53 years old, we have uh, R&B artist Jewel. 
Okay. Well, if you remember the, you don't know remember the name, but you'll probably know some songs. She was she was basically Death Row's hook person for a long time. Okay, I'm like, she sang on name, "Let Me Ride" by Dr. Dre, uh, "For the Love of Money" by the Bone Thugs, oh, wow. and numerous other songs in the Death Row slash Ruthless Records catalog. Never had really a solo career or any big hits on her own, but was saying a lot of lot of hit, lot of hooks on a lot of hit rap yeah. records of the time. Yeah. And then, of course, recently, unfortunately, we lost Ray Liotta at age 67. And he's a legend. That's dude. rough. Goodfellas, Field of Dreams, two of my favorite movies of all time yeah, right there. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Plenty of other, you know, movies that, he, that, that he's been in, TV shows, and just, I mean. It's funny, because, like, as we get older, like, these are people that were young actors when we were, like, kids. But it's like, mm-hmm. Field of Dreams, great example. Yep. And Goodfellas, for that matter. I mean, yeah. he, you know, he was the young mm-hmm. guy. Field of Dreams probably came out, what, like 35 years ago now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, he was probably like 32 years old. Yep. So it's, it's you know, it's crazy. And then also uh, Andy Fletcher, a founding member of Depeche Mode, passed away at 60 the same day as Ray Liotta. I was never a huge Depeche Mode guy, but, I mean, I know people, I mean, yeah. they, have a, they had a lot of hits, and they were a very influential band, and, you know, yep. another it's a big loss for the music community. Definitely crazy. So now we're going to switch gears for the for number three. We're going to switch to TV here. This is going to kind of be just kind of the general new shows that came out. Number three. Uh, I got three things I want to point out. Uh, one is HBO dropped a new highly anticipated big series, uh, The Time Traveler's Wife, which was a big book and a big movie. Uh, they they have they released a series, limited series, on that. Um, have you watched any of that? Or? I have not. I have okay, not seen I that. Either, yeah. I know. I have not. So this section of, the, of this new TV, I have not. I have not seen any of these yet. Uh, another one, as Kylie alluded to, was Obi-Wan Kenobi. The first two episodes on yep. Disney Plus dropped last night. So that's definitely going to be a big... Yeah, it seems like this year we're getting back, like how last year was kind of a little blob. But yep. like we get... Oh, they're usually rolling once out Memorial now. Day hits, yep. it's like through the summer, it's always the big stuff. And it seems like this year, like we're back. Yep. An- another, and this one I saw, I just I had to bring it up because it just kind of cracked me up. I, I feel like you'll get a, uh, entertainment out of this. Paramount Plus, another reboot. Uh oh. Guess what they brought back? They saw Firestarter. Is that no, no, it's not no, Firestarter. No. Okay, that's on Peacock. That's Peacock. Young TV raps. Did they? Yes. Hosted by Conceited from. Um, oh, like Wild an actual Out. real show, not like a spoof off? No, it's old? a legit. Like, okay. Young TV raps, hosted by Conceited from. Uh, Falling out, okay, and DJ Diamond Cuts, and it's the same. I mean, it's the same they format. They play videos. They play videos. They wait, have wait, guests. Like music videos. I believe are they. Back? I have, like I said, I have not watched it. Okay, but yeah, from yeah. what I read, yeah, they have they have guests. They you know they have the you know they they have. It's just it's you know it's the same same format. They have rappers. We were talking on guests. about this they earlier, play, just in terms videos, of yeah. like how live performances. As we get older, we're like. And I think everyone, even listening, you know, between the way streaming is, the way music is, the way podcasts are, everyone's in their own little bubble. Yep. You know, and it's just very weird. Like, when you think back to, like, when we were younger, you know, it was literally like you had a radio. Mm-hmm. And if you watch TV and you wanted to watch music, it was music videos. Yep. Like MTV hasn't played a music video in thirty years, right? Well, I think <laughs> nah, they do, but yeah, I yeah, know, yeah but you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like yeah. when we were little, it was like music videos nonstop all day. Yes. So. You know, you would hear a song on the radio, and then you would like. Literally, I like that song. You would literally th- go home that day and be like, "I'm putting on MTV. I want to see if there's a video for it." Yep. Or vice versa. You know, BT or whatever it may yeah, have been. VH1, if it's rap, VH1, the, the box, jukebox, right? Whatever. Jukebox. You know, but whatever it was, if you liked the song you heard on the radio, you would want to see the video, or or vice versa. Oh, I saw a yep. video for that. Now I'm listening for it on the radio. Nowadays, you're, everyone's in their own little bubble, and it's like unless you seek out stuff a lot of times, 
it doesn't always find find you 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 know what i mean especially if you're used to i listen to these same podcasts watch these same shows it's easy to miss stuff and i really wonder it's it's crazy to me i mean how much different it must be now to find new stuff because I mean, there's so much it's new stuff. It's easier to now. find new stuff because you can find anything you want at any time. Anything you want, but it's like but it's your own. Pri- like you completely control it. Yeah, well, you're, yeah you're not. You're yeah. Like, how many people are going to grow up and find and discover? Like, whoa, I like something different in the future because they're so stuck in their little bubble. Yeah. You know, like you're not going to hear something different because you're not tuning into something that's going to play something different. Yes, that's you know fair. what I mean. Yep. yep. So it's kind of like it's really weird. Like you're not. It's just funny thinking about how stuff is. Unless yeah, someone sure. else tells you, listen to this or check this yeah. out. Or it crosses over to, to where it'll almost something else that you're, yeah. you know, so, crosses over to a TV show you're watching. It's really weird like if you think about it because it's so easy to access everything now and you have so much access to everything, but you might not know what you have access to unless yep. someone tells it's easy you. It's easier to be pigeonholed in the same thing. Which is the oldest you can form go of deeper. finding out stuff anyways, yep. word of mouth. So yeah. it's like word of mouth still might be the way, Oh yeah, you know. People learn about stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, that was a little rant, sorry. No, that, no that's, a, that's a very good point. All right, number two, sticking with television, uh, Saturday Night Live wrapped up its season, 47th season. Jeez. I mean, it's, you know. And what's interesting here is you have four longtime cast members have announced they're leaving. Oh, wow. Pete Davidson is leaving. Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle Mooney. Okay. So, there, I mean, there's some of your bigger names yeah, that you have that's, there. that's... And then the rumors are swirling that that might not be it. There's rumors that Michael Che and Cecily Strong are are considering leaving, and that possibly Colin Jost as well. If Michael Che leaves, well, then what's <laughs> it's going to? So I mean, the thing is, I I've watched a few episodes this season, and the cast is like eight thousand people, and the time the there's been people people have been happy not been happy with the lack of screen time. I mean, there are cast members on the show that were cast members the entire season that had, had something like a total of eleven minutes of screen time the yeah, entire yeah. season. And if you're, you know, a lot of them are people making their name on the show. Yeah. So fine. But if you're someone like Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, Eddie Bryant, well, you like, have TV shows, wrong, movies, you're spending like, a lot of time. Saturday Night Live, like during our generation, went through a big transition. Mm-hmm. You know, where it went from being like a must-see, must-see, and it always had a cast of everyone's who's who. And then it kind of had that dead spot, like maybe in the early 2000s. Yeah. But, like, some of these people now have actually kind of reestablished it because they've been there a while now. Yeah, yeah. Like, they actually Keenan, are back You got Keenan. You got – and all the – Davidson, McKinnon, Bryant, and Mooney have all been there since 2014 at the shorts. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Mooney was, like, 2012. Mooney, like, Cecily – and she and Cecily been there Tice, a while? Cecily, Cecily Strong's been there forever. Yeah, yeah. Michael Chain, Don Colin Joseph have been there for a while. That's what I'm saying. You actually – they're back to the point. I think that's the thing with Saturday Night Live that a lot of people like is it's not always that it's, like, the best cast or the most fav- famous cast, but it's – the same people yes, you see, you learn, you learn to like their mannerisms and their yes. comedy and the characters they portray. And then you get to see them for the next five to ten years. So I yeah. think they finally, like, when they always transition and get new young people on there or whatever, it's always like, well, I don't really know them yet. Yes. But these are actually, they've actually these kind of are, rebuilt a, a, a stable again. But with all these people leaving, they're left basically with Keenan and they're yeah. left with Mikey Day maybe. I yeah. don't know who else really is a and big that star point, that's there that's recognizable. They have a lot of people there, and there's some there's a lot of talent there for sure. But they haven't gotten the screen they they haven't really been able to establish new people because the screen time has been so cut. They I think they overcommitted the size of the cast, but this will but, be interesting. But what if see. what if they overcommitted to that side of the cast because they thought this was coming and maybe yeah, and maybe so and maybe now they're hoping to absorb. They knew that I mean no. Pete Davidson probably was gone. Kim McKinnon at some point was going to so. Move what's on. he going to go do? Is he trying to go more to Hollywood now? Uh, he or? might just be going to more keeping up with the Kardashians. Well, I yeah, don't know. I know yeah. 
I, I mean, don't he's know. just he's definitely been in the news a ton. Yeah, um, he I mean, he's he's got plenty of opportunities to do things. He has a lot of appearances in in uh in in you know movies and TV shows. Let me just ask you, do you think he's funny or no? I do. I like Pete Davidson. Okay. I I I think he I don't think he's like the funniest. Yeah. But I've always been entertained by the guy. I, I, he entertains me, but he always kind of has always kind of rubbed me as like he's that like quirky weird funny. Yes, like, he definitely has a lot of that for sure. Yeah, he's not the um like I just I don't know if I'd see him like going into necessarily some of these like com if he was going to Hollywood, like how he'd fit into straight like comedies because he's no, almost he's more yeah he's 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 first of all I don't th- I don't know that he's a movie leading man comedy yeah unless it's like he did have his what was his uh, King of Staten Island movie yeah which is not really a comedy but that was I mean that was a good movie that's kind of more up in in his wheelhouse probably I see him almost being like maybe how like when Chappelle did movies in the past how he's always that side character that yes, plays that's, like weird yeah, yeah and that's what he because like, I feel like I watched something recently where he was that I can't remember what the, what okay. it was where I didn't even know that he was in it. Uh, I, mean, I feel I'm, like he's almost gotten so much notoriety and fame now, though. Like, I don't know that he'd take anything where he wasn't the main star. No, I think he does. I think, I, I think, I think he's into yeah, it. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's fine. He's showing up for a little bit. Okay. Doing a couple scenes. I just saw him recently. I know I just saw him recently in something. And I'm looking over now real quick to see if I can think of what it is. Oh, he was in, that's what it was. He was in, uh, in, uh, in Charlie Day's movie on it was on Prime on Amazon Prime, I want you back, and he was okay. like a side character, and so like okay. he's he's definitely like that. He definitely is that guy. He will keep doing those roles, I think, and that might be what he does. Maybe yeah. does, you know, but and I think Kate McKinnon is going more to movies. I mean, I know she's had a lot of movies. Eddie Bryan has a TV show on Hulu that's yeah. two seasons deep. So I think that uh, they have other things on. to do. Cal Mooney, I don't know what he's doing, but yeah. uh, there is a lot of time to, to commit. That's kind of how it works with Saturday Night Live, though, isn't it? Like when they, when they lose talent, it's always a lot of times in bunches. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. But it's be interesting going into season forty-eight. What they end up doing? Where they yeah. bring maybe they bring somebody in or trim the cast down. We'll see. And then number one, I think the number one story for the month is Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, a huge debut came in out came out last night, I think. Right, or was it yeah, uh, this, uh, this week? This I think midnight. I think maybe Thursday, Thursday night, night yeah. or something. I have not watched any yet. Uh, what I know about it is. Uh, the episodes are all longer now. The shortest episode is over an hour. I mean, every episode oh, wow. is a, there's a lot, a lot of content. It's only seven episodes, I yeah, think, but it's seven. I but it's by far the longest season time wise they've ever put out. Um, and I know the 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 Duffner brothers have described this kind of as their Game of Thrones series okay. season because most of the stories are taking place outside of Hawkins, Indiana. Everybody's okay. split up. So there's three distinct storylines. Okay. Because the characters aren't all together. So it's what's gotcha. going on. Gotcha. So they're all put here, what's going on there. In different parts. And of- I believe I'm sure it's all gonna wrap up into the end. But I mean I don't know from what I I haven't seen I haven't really seen any any comments on people that have watched the entire season. Yeah. Um, but from what I've seen the people that have started watching it, it seems like it's been pretty positive so far. The the that it seems like it's I good. will say the one thing I like the most about it, Toph, and I haven't watched it yet, but I already like the most about it. What's that? All seven episodes are available. Uh, yeah, I am no, you're telling not a, you. I like Weekly. <laughs> I, 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 I like I, it. There's so many of these other ones. Like I still give it to Netflix, and I'm sure they, they've done it with other shows on Netflix, too, where they release them in chunks. But the thing I've always loved the most about streaming is I can just, if I, have a, if I get sick for two days or if I'm tired and I don't want to do anything, I can sit there and watch it all. I can, I can get that. I definitely I, get that. I, if I want to wait two weeks to watch another episode or a week, just put it on TV and I'll DVR it. I don't want that on my streaming. Uh, I, mean, I understand why they do it. I totally understand. Yeah. And it's going to keep eyes on. Like, 
how many people would say, oh, let me sign up for Netflix the month Stranger Things releases, watch it in two days, oh, let me catch up on whatever else is on Netflix during my month subscription that I missed, cancel, and then rejoin six months later mm-hmm. when something else drops. I guarantee you, that's not how I operate. I'm the yeah. sucker that subscribes to something and I don't cancel it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But there are people that say, oh, free month, let me sign up and catch up. I actually recently tried it with Amazon on Christmas when they did... Uh, like their Cyber Monday deals mm-hmm. where it's like 99 cents Showtime, 99 cents Stars, 99 cents this through Amazon for three months. I'm like, okay, I don't subscribe to these, but you know, I'll do them for 99 cents. I'll watch a few programs and I'll cancel. Mm-hmm. But like, that's how a lot of people yeah. operate. So I understand why you want to draw it out, but I like that I can sit there and binge it, Toaf. Yeah, I mean, I, I see, I like both sides. Sometimes I'm in the, I think it depends show to show to me. You're a patient guy, though. Like, I'm not. Well, I, I feel when I'm, when I'm watching. Something and Treasure Things can fit into this, but when it's something that's got like a great story, mystery, you suspense, it yes, I like the bit like you know, this is gonna be a, a strange example. But I'll go back to show that I know we that we I know we both watched. I watched it on the week to week. You might have you might have yeah. not watched until after it came out, but Cruel Summer, okay, yeah, where, I, spin, I binged it, you yeah. Know. So watching that week, week to week and having the story unfold and thinking about what might be happening and be like, I there's something to that that I like, like yeah. I. See, I find myself when it's a week-to-week thing, like how about Better Call Saul is now, or Young yeah. Rock, or certain things, I'll find myself... Now, I know they're not streaming. They're on yeah, TV, yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's other things, too, like when um, Bel Air was on. Yep. Sometimes I'll actually catch myself, uh, winning time, same way, where I I purposely like just ignore it for two weeks, so I have like two episodes to watch, or three episodes to watch to catch up. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want to just... But it is nice. I get when it. it's the whole. When, to me, it's when it's the whole, the season. That's the whole. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger and there's new developments. I like the those the week to week. I think makes sense. Like Lost. See, to me, Lost was also, so much better week to week. It me was. Than, it was. It was. And those kind of you know where I agree with that. You know, it, when even even a Game of Thrones like was good week Certain to week. Certain shows like Lost was one that was fun to like speculate about. Yeah. So you'd watch I, that episode and you got all that speculation. And I'll be the first to tell you, like I said, we've been been watch binge watching FBI the past yeah. few weeks. That I would I, I want to watch five episodes in a row or four yeah. or three like that because the epi- they're all they're standalone episodes. Yeah. It's not like it, it. There's no nothing to be gained for me waiting for the next event to come out. But I think certain shows I you're get just patient more, though. Tough. Like you're the guy that like you could buy. Six boxes of football cards or baseball cards, and you just set them on the counter and not open them. Oh, they're they're marinating a little yeah, bit. They, you they, can they let them better. sit you, for you a week or cards, two before yeah. you even open them. Yeah, like man, if I got a box in my hands, I'm ripping it, ripping it right <laughs> away, ripping wax, man. You now I'm gonna let them marinate a little bit. I so mean, you like that? Oh, well, I mean, and I do like binge watching a lot of shows. Don't get me wrong. I know, but you know, I, I, I go. You are I, very I like patient. Both. Like, I, I depends on the show. Stuff sometimes. Right? Yeah, I like having both options. Yeah. Certain, you know, there's shows that I want to just knock them out for sure, especially like comedies. You know, stuff like that. And like, yeah, generally, easy like, yeah, stuff. I mean, just let me knock this out. But good stuff, though. Yeah. So that's our that's our top ten. Uh, you know, let me know if anything that I missed. Uh, the one thing that I did not touch because I really haven't been paying attention. I know it's a big story, but I can't bring myself to care. Is the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial? No, we're not trial. talking about that. I'm same I, way. I, I mean, I, that, that obviously is a big pop culture story, but I honestly don't care. So yeah, I, I, I don't I, either. So there's personal business that's yep. being laid out there, and it's like it's a lot of he said, she said, and. Yeah, I have. I have to admit, I have not been. I have been paying as little attention to that as I as I can. But I know that is a big story at the moment. Is so it wasn't there? Was this almost like the biggest like trial? Like it's like almost like it, yeah. It's somehow like the OJ trial. And I don't yeah. know how, but yes, it, yeah. I, I somehow don't know. it became something. Like daily updates. I don't yeah. understand. 
But that's that's our top 10 pop culture for the month of May 2022. I like it. We'll be right back with a flashback. All right. All right, Toph, we're back. Back with a flashback. Let's fire up that time machine. We are going to head on back to May 1992, 30 years in the rear view. Mm-hmm. It's I, I I really like this every month because it's, it's so crazy because this is like we always say this we're right in our teen years we really remember these things happening it's yes. really crazy sometimes I think it's thirty years ago but sometimes it feels like forever even longer and so we're gonna kick them off remember flashback no particular order but a lot of baseball records uh, in May of uh, ninety two okay so a couple highlights Ricky Henderson stole his one thousand bases <sighs> makes you think of a uh... Big G again. He's yeah. A big, Ricky Anderson, Rick, big Ricky Henderson fan. Yeah, that was crazy. Yep. Still th- talking about stolen bases. Tim Raines as well. Rock Raines stole number 700. Oh, Rock Raines. And this is really crazy to think. Still 92. Greg Olson, former Orioles closer. Do you know what he did? No. He became the youngest pitcher at age 25 to ever record 100 saves. Wow, okay. Like, now, I will say, like, I remember Greg Olson being awesome, but yeah, I don't I remember, remember that being like he was that. Save awesome, yeah. Well, and, and the youngest player, like, that's pretty, I mean, I knew he dominated, but like, that's a pretty legit 100 saves, youngest pitcher. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely remember him being rookie of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Eddie Murray, who was no longer with the Orioles, he was with Mets at the time, hit his 400th home run. So that's pretty cool. And my yeah. last piece of baseball stats. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, they're pretty solid stats. Yeah, solid definitely. records there in May. Uh, but the other one, I'm going to th- throw it out to you as a little trivia. All right. Burt Blylevin also accomplished a feat in '92 of May. He became only the second pitcher to accomplish this task. It has to, and there's only three up until this point still in history. But he was the second that. It has to do with wins. Did he did he win a, a certain consecutive number of starts without like no decisions or anything? Was nope. like actually no, not that. I don't know. He became only the second pitcher in the history of the major leagues to win a game in his teens mm. as well as his forties. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the first guy's name. Pennick. Oh, I was thinking it might have been like a Nolan Ryan. Uh, I think Pennick was the first, later, first guy a long time before him. And then oh, yeah. later was Mike Morgan, actually. Ooh, I would have thought Clemens would have been possible. No, I know, yeah, no. Dwight Gooden, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Burp Lylevin is, I think, uh, I think it was a Harvey Pennick might have been yeah, the first her, guy. Her, 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 Pennick, Pennick, her, Pennick, her Pennick, yeah, yep. older guy. Yeah, really, yep. Um, but Mike Morgan was the third guy Mike somehow. Mike Morgan. I yeah. could have seen... Dwight Gooden, I guess maybe he retired before he was in his forties. Forty, but I mean, but, but Gooden would have been, yeah. I mean, Gooden would have been a good guess too, because I mean, he, he had that long run with the he came the back Yankees with at the, the and the Indians. But yeah, Burp Lyleven went in the teens as well as the forties. Mm. So that was baseball for the month of May. I don't think I have anything else in there for baseball, but oh no, there is another one. Okay, what you got? Man, a ton of baseball. I mean, it's May. Anthony Young. Oh, 21 straight losses? Began his losing streak of 27 straight games. 27? I thought it was 27. 27. Pretty crazy, isn't it? 27. So it's 27 games without a win, right? 
Yeah, 27 consecutive game losing streak. 27 game losing streak. So I guess no decisions don't count. It's just. Yes, I think maybe he had 21 losses. 21's in my head. Maybe it was 21 losses, 27 maybe games. Maybe it was 21 straight games that were losses. Yeah, and then they had a no decision yep. in there or something. Wow, like yep. So NBC, they also aired final episodes. Remember last <laughs> month we talked about certain sitcoms mm-hmm. like uh, Cosby Growing Show, Pains, right? Cosby Show, uh, and all ending. Uh, happy day, not happy days. Uh, the one with uh, your boy, the Tony Danza. Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Ended. Mm-hmm. Tony Danza. Who's a kicker? Field goal kicking, trash picking, <laughs> Philadelphia phenomenon. What was that from? It was a movie. So it like was a, that was called, a week movie. It was of the like week a or ABC something. movie of the week, or it was it was called the field goal kicking. I don't know the order, but it was the like garbage picking, field goal kicking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. Yeah. What the heck, man? We need to find that and watch that. <laughs> Totally just went Man. on a total different ramp. But I'm telling you, I wonder if anyone out there remembers this, to, we'll post it on uh, Facebook and all. There has to be a trailer for it. Oh, there's got to be. We'll find that. But if anyone out there remembers this, just let us know. Because I don't. we might be the only two people in the world that even knows that exists. Field goal kicking. I swear it exists. Field goal kicking. Uh, the garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. It was in the wonderful world of Disney. Oh, it's one of those Disney movies of the week? Yep, yep, yep. 1998. Wow. I would have thought it was earlier than that. Six years after uh, Who's the Boss? Tony Danza. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Oh, wait, that's something else. Definitely had appearances from uh, Chris Berman and (laughs) Dan Deerdorf. Well, Ray Wise, who played uh, the Devil and Reaper, was in it. Oh, All right, oh, so man, so back back to the, the NBC aired final episodes in May, though, of Golden Girls. Oh, Golden Girls and Night Court. Wow, Night Court. Yeah, Night Court was a great show. Night Court had like 153 episodes or something mm-hmm. like that. I said, um, but it is kind of weird to thinking that. I mean, Cosby Show, Golden Girls, all those shows that I mean. Really was the end of an era, I think. Oh like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure definitely. there's some that were like Cheers. I'm sure Cheers is a little later than '92. Well, not but, much later, probably. I mean, yeah. I don't think. But it's just, uh, you know, no tough. Don't Google it. We gotta wait till we get there. It might be know. two years from now. Might... I don't know. I gotta check. I can't wait. Don't mess up the time machine, man. You're gonna mess. You're crossing streams. Uh... <laughs> I was crossing the streams. Cheers was He's not- using technology that didn't exist at the time. Cheers was 93. So we got, oh, we got a year man, to wait. You just jinxed us. I'm this, sorry. The, uh, I'm sorry. I thought the Google I thought machine did not been exist. Earlier. The Google machine did not exist in 92, and that's where we're currently at. I'm sorry. Across the streams. I, I went to the library and looked it up in a TV. Guide. Okay, okay, Tove. <laughs> you did not go to the library that fast. All right. Anyway, back to uh, the show. Back to 1992. How about the Howard Stern show? You know that guy, right? He's still mm-hmm. around. There was a boxing match. Do you remember the boxing match? Who beat who? Frank Stallone beat Geraldo Rivera. Oh, Geraldo. In a boxing match with like Howard Stern show. Of, I feel like this kind of created celebrity boxing and celebrity death match. It did. It did. Probably. Geraldo. I mean, Howard Stern was always like a sideshow back then. It was oh, yeah. always crazy. Definitely. He's like pretty legit now. Like He's turned himself into like a real journalist. But he's right? still sort of a sideshow. But he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, he's much more legit now than he he's was. He's trying now. to be like the man now, though. All right. How about the this? King of all media. Hitting number 35 on music charts, Weird Al. I love me some Weird Al. What Ooh. did he hit it for? I don't know, but <laughs> well, we'll, we'll answer this first, and then we got a Weird Al, a weird Al side here. Um, uh, what number did he hit? 92? Number 35 on, I guess, Billboard. 
It was too early for the Nirvana parody. No, it was. It, oh, it smells was. like Nirvana. Wow, that was wow, okay. Smells like Nirvana hits number thirty-five. Pretty cool. Can we talk about how about this uh the you know the the, the upcoming uh, Weird Al biopic starring Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al? Are you serious? Yes, some of the trailers just came out of it. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. That is Harry awesome. Potter's I didn't Weird know that Al. exists. Yes. First, tra- I, that that trailer did actually. I think it actually dropped. It's a Roku original uh, bio biopic called Weird, where Daniel Radcliffe stars as Weird Al Yankovic. That's only going to be on Roku. I don't know, but. I mean, Roku, oh, I think, is free Potter to sign up. Oh, my goodness. He looks so good. Yeah, oh, it's, it's going to be amazing. I wonder if they'll touch on UHF. Oh, they have to. They have to. Weird Al, Weird Al's the man. Conan the librarian. All right. Um, how about polls? We get to politics, Tofi. We don't do a lot of politics here, but uh, three-way tie. Polls showed in May of 92. Perot, Bush, and Clinton all locked up in a deadlock. They were all tied around thirty-two to thirty-three percent. Pretty crazy, right? Oh yeah that that whole that that whole election was crazy. I, I know a uh, month last month I think I talked about the Chuck Klosterman's book, the nineties. He has yep. a whole section about that about that uh, election. I still, for some reason, every it's time crazy. I think of that though, I always think of Saturday Night Live. Though, oh yeah, like, Carvey they is really, Ross Perot. Yeah, they just they all went. That was like every week. It was yep. like more political. That was a big, big thing for Saturday Night Live. Cra- right that was a crazy election. Yeah, it was pretty wild. All right, what else we got? Oh man, Tof, Amy Fisher, what'd she do? Oh, shot Joey Buttafuoco or no, Mary wife. Joe, Mary yeah, Joe Buttafuoco in the head. Yes, you, Joey Buttafuoco, what are you doing? Oh, he had some crazy man. pants, didn't he? Yo, Zubaz, <laughs> man, he, he was rocking. I think he ended Zubaz. Lee so all Joey Buttafuoco's. Well, I'm let's come I, back. I want to bring him back. I'm a, no, I want to get a pair. Back. I want to get a pair of Zubaz. I think man. they kind of made a little mini comeback. Oh, I'm gonna look for them. I want to pair. Yeah, I bet I, you'll be able to find them. Now, if you want original ones, that probably costs. We money, should see if they can sponsor the podcast. Subas, Butterfuko, Brian Bosworth. Uh, what do you remember the shoe brand like Theodora's? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just side side note. Did you uh, did you see they actually just they released a new line of limited edition uh, shoes that are only available through Chaps, and apparently they made an AEW shoe. Oh, I did not know. I yeah, one of the this. color schemes. It's got like twelve different color schemes, but mm-hmm. one of them is like AEW. It's kind of rainbowy. Uh-huh. Really cool though. Theodores. They used to be like Theodore. big soccer shoes or something. I think didn't they, they were. Yeah, they were. They were okay for. They a were minute. like kind of trendy for a minute when we were yep. little before like like before Airwalks and all that stuff, right? Like yep. when like Theodores were kind of like they were yeah. never like the name brand like Nike or none of that, no, but they no. had a moment. They did. Anyway, sorry. We're going all over the place. All right, yeah, Amy Fisher, yeah, 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 she did that thing. All right, what about this? Um, Billy Ray Cyrus, his debut album debuted. Some give Mm -hmm. all, yep, Um, huge hit. One of the one of the first big crossover country albums. Yeah, and I just I really would have thought that would have been before '92. That sounds that sounds about right. Was it? Yeah, I was just a little surprised that was when that was. All right, what else do we got? Oh, your boy Tongue Twister. The rapper Twista, Twista, Twista. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. made a record five hundred ninety-seven syllables in sixty seconds. Oh, in ninety-two. What are you talking about? Speed rap set a world record. Tongue wow. Twista, five hundred ninety-seven syllables rapping in sixty seconds. That's insane. That is insane. That was uh, Russell's boy. Yes. 
What else we got? Big news in uh, late night television. Johnny Carson appeared for the final time on The Tonight mm, Show yep. and handed it off to Jay Leno that month. That was yes. pretty big. I remember being a kid and going to see Jay Leno and uh, do stand up with my parents. No. Jay Leno. Yeah. I believe there was some controversy then because didn't somebody wanted Letterman to get the show? There was a whole lot of like I remember there was a whole lot of that. I don't know if Carson night. wanted Letterman or Carson didn't want Letterman, but there was some sort of yeah. Definitely there was a whole there, there was a whole uh, mini movie about that. Yeah, there about was. The there whole, was. Yep. I think Leno weaseled his way in or something like that. Like I think it was like the network. It was like the network wanted someone. Carson wanted someone. Yep. And all the stuff happened. Then it happened like ten years well, later. Well, then with Leno Conan left. Stuff too, Conan took, yeah, the Conan took, got the job, and then they Leno came back and they pushed Conan out. It yeah, it's yeah. always drama with the Tonight Show, especially with Leno. Yeah, but now the Tonight Show is hosted by Jimmy Somebody, right? Jimmy Somebody, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> can't remember. I can't remember which one's the Tonight Jimmy Show. Which one's the late night between Fallon and Kimmel? Oh, yeah, I can't remember show. which one's the, the Roots. The Roots. Yeah, the it show. is Jimmy Fallon. I can never remember which one's late night. I can never remember which one is late night. And which <laughs> you knew the answer, but you thought I was trying to like stump you. I'm like, it's so Jimmy like, Fallon or it's Jimmy Kimmel? It's Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's on the on late night. Late and night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you confuse me. Maybe what's I, don't. The, I can never. Remember. No, you're right. Tonight no, Show I is Tonight Show is the Roots with Fallon because I still do that. I mean. It's pretty cool, man. The Roots, after mm-hmm. all those years, ended up uh, being, I mean, you think, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. It is, for sure. So that's our flashback list. Um, nothing too, too crazy, but some pretty wild stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of baseball records that month, though. That big month for baseball. Big, big month. So that's pretty much what we got. Uh, you know, that, I think it's, That's our show for May. Yeah, I mean, I think we have a lot. Of, I mean, June's coming up. We're going to, you know... Summer break, great springs for kids and school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, weather's Sports going to nice. definitely Vacations. slow down. Yeah. Yeah, what are you looking into? So what are you getting into? Uh, I definitely want to see uh, Top Gun. Yeah, I mean, I want to uh, Top Gun. I want to see the Bob's Burgers movie. I'm not going to lie. Jurassic Park, the new Jurassic uh, World one comes soon. out next month That's or in June. June. Yep. Um, that definitely looks good. I want to see that. Elvis has a movie. There's an Elvis movie coming out. Okay. I don't know if I saw um, any. So if I still talk about that. Someone, I think it's someone famous. Someone big playing Elvis, too, isn't it? I saw a preview for it. Looked interesting. But I don't know. I just. Half those movies, it's, they end up being good. But then other times, it's just a little. I too think the, I think the David Bowie movie is filming now, too. Oh, maybe coming out soon. Or there's a Bowie movie coming out. Who's playing Elvis? Oh, uh, Austin Austin Butler. Okay, and I thought. I think Tom Hanks is playing the Colonel in it, uh, so that's maybe probably thinking of. That's what it was. I saw someone now. But someone. yeah, Tom Hanks is involved. I think Maggie Gyllenhaal looks like she may be involved. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty big. I think they're they're trying to make this. I think like a pretty legit. I don't know who this guy Austin Butler that plays Elvis. The name is not familiar to me. Uh, probably someone that looks like Elvis. He's known for his his roles in the television series Switched at Birth. Uh, the Carrie Diaries. He was know. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. The Shannara Chronicles. Yeah, I don't know too much about this guy, to be honest. But yep. well, I definitely, I definitely want to check out the Jurassic World. Oh yeah, Top for Gun. sure. There's definitely some movies in the theater I actually want to see. Yeah, again. I still, I'm still looking forward to watching. I still have not watched the uh, 
the Dumbledore movie, which is still, I'm waiting for that to, to you know come out yeah. of the theaters. But I definitely want to watch that. I want Stranger Things. I want to see, watch Stranger Things. We got Frank Turner on the 18th. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be good. I'm taking a trip down in early June to uh, with my wife for anniversary to Asheville, North Carolina, to check out the scene down there. We're going to see a couple nice. concerts, outdoor thing. We're seeing a uh, Revolution and Marin Morris, two separate shows. Nice. Go have some breweries. Going to yeah, a lot, lot of good breweries and food in in, in Asheville apparently. So we're going to be checking those out for sure. Keep an eye out. For that uh, hard Mountain Dew, if it's spread out down there, yeah. oh, well, I do know that I do know that the the Spindrift Spike is available there. Oh, actually, was and, uh, and the different new, flavors. The new flavors something. are out now, so we'll probably come back with a truckload of Spindrift. We'll have to send you some money. And then, uh, you know, I think I think taking a trip to Lake Anna in Virginia later in the month. So some definitely some vacation stuff going on. Yeah, like I said, Frank Turner uh, can't wait for that one in uh, June. Yep, lots of good stuff. So um, NBA any- Finals. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get... Uh, NHL so, fi- Stanley Cup Finals for all you hockey fans. I know we didn't talk about the NHL playoffs. But. So, I mean, do, do you think, honestly, between Miami or Boston, whoever makes it, does it matter? Do you have the words just winning this one, or do you I, think the East has a chance? So, first of all, I'm always going to say the East has a chance because... Toronto had no chance against uh, the Warriors, and then they both and everybody got hurt, and then you know Durant and uh, Durant and Clay both got hurt in the playoffs, yeah. in the finals. So obviously, you, know, you never know. Uh, I think honestly, I think Boston has the depth and the defense to make it interesting that they will steal a couple games just because from just because of their defense. Because Golden State does not play defense. The Golden yeah. State is all about scoring, and you, and you get that right game. I think I I I think Miami probably gets swept. I think Boston takes it six or seven. I think. I think Golden State wins, but I would not count out Boston. I I just don't think you can. Yeah. But again, I, then again, as we said earlier, I think Boston loses Game Seven to Miami, and it, they're relevant. But I think they put up a serious fight. I think Miami. I just don't think Miami has the firepower. I think they're getting by on Jimmy Butler's heart right now, and I'm still sticking to the theory that if Joel Embiid didn't miss the first two games, they would have knocked Miami. Out. <laughs> they would have. I'm not saying they would have I'm not saying they would have beat Boston, but I think they no, but taken, it still ended up going seven games, right? No, it went six, six. Six games. But even I mean. I mean, you know, MB was playing on fumes with a broken yeah. face and broken, torn ligaments. And I mean, he- hopefully they do something uh, out with Philly. Got to do something. I don't know if Harden was, I mean, they had, it was a trade they had to do. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's going to actually be the answer that they need. He, he, he didn't look like James Harden. No, he did. He did. He did. I don't know if you saw his, his comment. That said that he's been really, really been worn down and injured, and he's taken the last two years off offensively. Okay. And not put any effort into playing offense. Okay. And that, that, so he's just trying and to that get we'll through, see basically. a whole new – Yeah, he said that he's going to be ready to be a whole new Harden next year. Take that for what it is. <laughs> I think he needs to – I honestly, I think he needs to let the beard get trimmed a little until he can come back to score. And if he can't score, yep. I think the beard's got to go. What yep. do you think? Yeah. Uh, and supposedly – I mean, Maury's supposedly a star hunting. There's rumors that – I you hear conflicting news stories every day. But there's rumors that Bradley Beal could still end up Out on there. that team if he doesn't re-up in Washington. I don't know. I'm not holding my breath Does Russell that. Westbrook get traded from the Lakers? If they can, guys might take him. He will. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, they, I heard teams are asking for a first round pick yep, to oh, get yep, him. Yep. Like you give him and a first round pick to us if you want us he to probably, take the he contract. He ends up back in Oklahoma City for a first round pick. Yeah, some some poor. Or he ends up in Houston city. or somebody. Yeah, back in Houston. I mean, I think I. I Everywhere I he ends up going lately. I mean, I you know I was a huge Russell Westbrook fan in, in uh, OKC, and I mean I don't think. Uh, 
honestly, to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen a player attack the rim the way he did oh, yeah, until yep. Ja Morant now. Yeah. Like, Ja's the only guy I've ever seen that, like, has that rage. Like, mm-hmm. And honestly, Ja's isn't even rage, but he, like, attacks it so hard athletically. It's yeah. crazy. But Russell Westbrook had, like, a rage to him. It yeah. was just the anger. Like, when he went to the hole and threw down. And it's so hard to see what, like, he's... He had that huge run of, like, triple doubles and stuff when he was really the only good player on the team. And you can yeah. really see what he can do, though. He's really talented. But I just feel like ever since, oh, now he goes to Houston. And it just seems like wherever he goes, it's just trouble now. And it just doesn't work. And he was he in Washington, right, for yeah. a year. Then the, the the Rockets for a year. and He's only successful as, as a top dog. Yeah. And he's not skilled enough to be a top dog anymore. So it's a horrible recipe. He yeah. just cannot take that back seat and be... A role player, and you've seen guys, you know, you've seen guys like Carmelo, and guys eventually be like, okay, I'm willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, Carmelo, I mean, he had, he had to sit now, out yeah, a year or two almost him, he to had do to learn. it. Yep, he, he didn't want to give it up, but he eventually did. And now he's been a huge asset. Was Portland when he came back on yep. right, and it was like he was a huge part of them making runs. Yeah, if if Westbrook can reach that point where he's saying, hey, I, I'm okay spots. to be a, a third, fourth option on the team and be a role player, he can still provide value. But I don't think he's there, and if yeah. he's not there, he's not. He, he, he's an all or nothing kind of guy. I don't think it works. He's not the greatest teammate necessarily, and yeah, yeah. I, you know, I would I wouldn't touch him if I was a rebuilding team and you're gonna give me a first round pick to take him. Then sure, why wouldn't I? But yeah. if I'm trying to win, I am not touching him. Yep. Well, lots of fun stuff. We'll have uh, probably NBA finals be over by the time yep. we do this next month. Um, but we'll see. I, I definitely. Uh, I'm thinking the Warriors are gonna go with it this this year. You um, have to have to be the favorite, but you never know. Yep. Especially when count out Boston, they're tough. Yep, and, ba- and I think when it comes to baseball, I think we'll be getting, uh, by the time we do this next month, uh, we might have a little special segment, like almost like a mid-season preview, because you figure the end of June, that'll be, All-Star Game will be over by the time we get to July. Yep. The end of July, and we'll have already been through probably at that point like 120 games, 110 games. So maybe, maybe we'll do maybe like we a revisit, mid-season revisit update. Revisit our predictions. Yeah, see where revisit we're, our predictions. See which ones right. are still looking good, which ones are looking bad, which yeah. ones are kind of in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to remember. I don't even remember what half of mine were. I gotta, yeah, I got to look at it too. <laughs> so, all right, well, I hope you guys have a great summer, great Memorial Day. Make sure you watch AEW Double or Nothing on pay-per-view or Fight TV tomorrow night. <laughs> it's like they paid me. Don't eat too many hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah, Hookhausen, Hookhausen making their debut. You got the Brian's got the shirt on right now. Yeah, I got the the, yeah, the Hookhausen shirt. As well as the AEW hat. Fanned out. Marked out. So, all right, guys. Until next month. Yeah, keep listening and keep shouting. See ya. All right, all right, all right. I know we ended. We were already sailing away into mm-hmm. the month of June, but Toph, I did. It's like every every month now. Got a voicemail. Of course, of course. We always do this. See, we turn the phones off, we turn them to silent, and then, yep, here we go. Guess who it is? What, what, what does he have to say for himself this month? What up, my dudes? Good news. Big G here. Hey, I am locked in for trivia. It is happening. It's awesome. I'm prepped. I'm taking down Tolf. Finally, going to happen. I can't wait He's to make it happen. He's I'll see it. you guys tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'm headed to the beach right now. Of so course, the call beach. Call me back later. Let me know what time tomorrow it is. I'm ready to go. All right. See you. 
He never, like, he must get his days mixed up. I mean, I told, I talked to him all week. It was like Saturday, Saturday, yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're, when you're living the dream, every day is the same. Is he retired yet? Uh, maybe. I don't even know. He, maybe he, he, moved, he moved to Florida retired. I don't know. I mean, isn't that what you do when you go to Florida, you retire? He probably doesn't even know so. what days are what anymore. He doesn't. Clearly. He clearly doesn't. I wonder if he knows what month it is. Like, does he think this is May's episode or June's? Like, I don't know. He might think it's... I don't even know. Oh, man. I mean, I understand when you get Memorial Day weekend, the days get confusing because it's Sunday, Monday, Monday, Sunday, whatever. You know, Saturday feels like Friday. I don't don't, don't, know. I can't make any more excuses for him. I'm just not surprised, man. I'll believe it. I believe he challenges me when I see it. I'll get him back to June. We got him. Mm. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to have to call him. I'll have to call him. Believe it when I see it. All right, man. Well, till next month. All right. All right.